Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Building downtown. Building downtown. Building downtown. Hey, yo, it's the Building Downtown. You can follow us on social media at The Building DT. You can follow and subscribe to the show on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Jason Kelly. You can follow me at MMA. You can follow my co-host, Krill Kasatsky, at Krill Raps, and my other co-host, Amy Barton, at Ames Bell. Today's guest has a resume, battle rap resume, that wears many hats, many titles. We're going to get through all of them. So let's not waste any more time. West Coast Cope, Copacetic Soul. How's it going, my man? Hey, what's up, guys? Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm glad glad you could make it. I know we've been trying for a couple of weeks and we've been talking back and forth. So it's like every conversation we have, I find out that you have another involvement in battle rap. I want to get into all those, but we've got KOTD season one going on right now. We got Smacks doing events, iBattles doing events. Events are popping up everywhere. But this midweek, what people call a battle, I don't consider it a battle. Did you happen to catch Dipset versus the Locks? Uh, I did see the highlights. It's what everybody's talking about. And, uh, you know, I can't can't say that it's anything but positive for the culture. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not positive for Dipset, though. They got their asses kicked. It was a little one-sided. It was a little one-sided, depending on who you ask. There are a lot of people who uh, I think uh, would argue that. But that's what this is about, right? They're um... delusional. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Well, uh, what do I think? I think, uh, you know, I think that it's a lot like battle rap, you know, there's a lot of different moving pieces to beating somebody in a ring. And part of it is bravado. Part of it is showmanship. And uh, that can really contribute to a body bag. Yeah. Who knew copacetic was such a diplomat? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Look at this nonsense. We're going to have to stop this shit. I know. Oh, I, was yeah. ex- I was expecting some, some, some spicy talk. Yeah. Man. No, I've, I've, uh, I've had to, uh, I become a promoter, right? As soon as I stopped battling and I became a promoter, it, it was like, okay, now everybody is cool and I love everybody. All <laughs> you the time. Yeah, it's crazy how that role changes, eh? When if you move uh, from actual competitor to someone who's in a in a position like promoter or matchmaker or something like that, you got to change your whole out, your, your whole approach to things. Yeah. Um, uh, getting it, getting into promotion, let's kick it off there. Uh, t- since then, have you had any problems with? Someone you might have said something about in the past where they don't want to work with you or it's difficult to get them to battle someone under your your brand? Definitely. I don't know yeah. if, you know, I don't know if me me booking specifically, but, um, you know, I was trolling A-Ward pretty hard a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's all love, obviously. It's all love. Um, but um, there are guys for sure. I think mostly the UK guys uh, because I don't run into them as much. Yep. Um we have a lot of fun going back and forth with the UK guys, mm-hmm. but uh, I really, uh, I really enjoy everything that they're doing over there in the UK, and I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of, of how they've kept things going after, uh, after Don't Flop's little uh, implosion. Um, shouts out to them. Shouts out to all the leagues out there in the UK keeping it going. Mm-hmm. Your, your position is what with KOTD? Are you the president of KOTD Vancouver? 
Uh, no, actually, I technically, I don't really know, you know, it's sort of, <laughs> I'm just there, right? It's like the wild west out here. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to, uh, help out however I can. And obviously I, I'm, uh, I was running the division here in Vancouver for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's just sort of like, you know, it just feels like the ground floor. It feels like the beginning of battle rap. You know, if you were to talk about jazz music in the first 13 years of jazz music or whatever it is, um, you wouldn't say, you know, who are the greats? Who's on your Mount Rushmore? You'd say, this is just the start. You mm-hmm. guys are just getting started here. But how really. did you find yourself in that position in Vancouver? Oh, um, yeah. Well, okay. Well, that's that's interesting because I, uh, I definitely wanted to be just a battler. And um, I remember when I was starting out, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to climb to the top and I wanted to run the division. And, um, and then it's the closer you get to the top, the more you realize how much responsibility and how difficult that job is. And sort of like, oh, I don't really, I really would want to be running things. Actually. It's not, not as much fun as just being a battler. Mm -hmm. Um, But, um, but yeah, no, we had a, we had a good run on GZ and I was battling like all the time. I, I, uh, I was interacting with the fans on Facebook. I was on Twitter. I was just, I was just pushing my brand um, as much as I could. And, uh, and I got a, you know, I got the battle with uh, SM or uh, non Fierro as he is known now. And that went to the main channel, which was dope and sort of opened the door. And so they booked me versus Marv, which was a lot of fun and mm-hmm. very controversial. Um, but um, but that was it for me. I was like, boom, here I am. Let's go. Marv won. So uh, let's keep let's keep it going. But at that point, um, the person who was running the division, whose uh, whose name is Willie B. I don't know if you guys know him, but he's no. sort of a operate from the shadows kind of guy. Okay. Uh, and he's uh, he's just brilliant. He's a he's a wonderful human being and a really um, really intelligent. He's one of those guys who you know in the culture you meet him and you and you say what are you doing here? (laughs) You're just really, really clever and really, you know, uh, just compassionate and giving and just a, just a a great human being. Um, And he, he was sort of curating the division at that point. And uh, he had to step down because of health reasons. So he had to take care of his family, take care of his health. And um, uh, we didn't have anything after that event with Marv one. It was just sort of, you know, quiet. And I realized that if there was any point uh, that somebody needed to pick up the slack and, and keep things going, that that would be it. So uh, I jumped in and I, I, you know, started working with La Sparka, mm-hmm. who a lot of people know is sort of like the, the figurehead of the Vancouver division. Yeah, I actually thought he was the guy at the top of the mountain. For sure. He's the he's the goat and he's the uh, party conductor. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Know, he, he looks like a very good time the best honestly yeah. the best and and best quality kind of person as well you know uh love force that yep. that mantra from him where you just um he's all about um creating that welcoming environment for the the battlers that we fly out as well as new fans and just everybody that has a great time there you know it's really centered around that philosophy of love force which is great um very positive you know we used to have like we used to have a lot of fights. We used to have a lot of like me mugging and fights and just guys who just wanted to scrap <laughs> all the time. And surprisingly, surprisingly, you, you like that. 
surprisingly, fans didn't uh, enjoy to be in that atmosphere where guys are getting glassed. So, yeah. So, I mean, when he took over, he really changed the vibe. And, uh, and I mean, we grew like crazy and, and built it up into this thing where, you know, finally we have main channel battlers like Ellipsis and we're getting guys up there, Cody the Catch and uh, I don't know, all, all the guys, Pigsty, DDSS, all those guys from back in the day. Mm-hmm. The, we, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, I was, I was just going to say, like, the um, that two-on-two with Il Mac and Thesaurus against Manic and Spite, wasn't that in Vancouver? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that and was. That, <laughs> and they're <laughs> fucking <laughs> Il Mac and Thesaurus. The goddamn battlers in this shit almost <laughs> got in a fight. Yeah, no, Manic was Manic's a... He's an emotional guy. He's he was angry passionate. that day. Very angry that day. That we'll was say he's, that he's was a, a passionate body. guy. That really was a body. It was. I was there actually. It was there. Oh, a yeah, lot. yeah. I think you can see in the footage. I had long hairs down on my shoulders. Terrible. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was, it was surprising. And I remember uh, talking to the uh, the guy who was filming it, uh, yep. David Lee, who's the um, he's the owner of Hip Hop Vancouver, and he's filming oh, it. And he's like, "Should I keep recording? <laughs> you know, it's like this is getting ugly." Um, for for people who don't know, uh, they got into like they got into it like immediately after the battle, <laughs> and Ilmac is like, "No, I meant everything I said." Yeah, you suck. Just, like, <laughs> I love Ilmac. Intense. Um, and then you hear like a glass break, and you're like, "Okay, this is getting out of hand." Yeah, um, that was that's what I mean. That's you know, it was like that before before Love Force came in. Um, but we turned things around, and we started building, and we we had a great roster. I say we had, we have a great roster. Mm-hmm. Um, but we built it to the point where we had that regeneration event with Sketch Menace versus Real Deal, mm-hmm. Ellipsis versus Chilla Jones, me versus Marv One, and uh, great card, and then nothing. And I felt like we were losing momentum, and I had to step in and throw something. And uh, and then I I started yeah I started throwing events for KOTD at that point. Was there yeah. any other option besides KOTD? Uh, you know what's funny? There was like. That's a really good question. There was like, uh, you know, Smoked Out was the local league and they were going to take over. But uh, it was just, it's like KOTD has been this thing in Canada. Like, like it makes Canada important. I don't want to say that, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, KOTD is the second largest English speaking battle rap league in the world. Mm-hmm. And now you've put Vancouver on the map with Los Angeles and New York and like Detroit, like that's it. It's Toronto, Vancouver. It used to be Calgary too, when there was a Calgary division. Yeah, And that, that meant a lot to our battlers because you could work towards something, you know, you could work towards, Hey, I want to be on world domination. Hey, I want to be on blackout at some point, mm-hmm. you know, um, pigsty battled Jenai from South Africa on world domination. It's like on the big stage, there's our guy that means something to our guys. So, so we really wanted to just keep King of the Dot going because that's We're, just uh, something special. The, the the core group is obviously based out of Toronto or the GTA organic gully and, and the staff has grown over the years. But where you're fucking half a country away, how much uh, leeway do you have freedom when you're setting up cards or any sort of work that you have outside of participating in the battles? Like is, does organic say, you know what, I have faith in you, run your own shit. Or you, do you kind of have to report back, ask for permission? Like how much leeway do you have there? That's another good question. Damn. Um, <laughs> shit. Just, just digging out all the, all the secrets. Uh, I really, <laughs> I gotta say, you know, as long as we were doing GZ, it was, it was cool. 
it was when we started booking big names, then they sort of want to know what's going on just so that they can coordinate with their big events. So we're not doing like, you know, oh, you, you book some guy who's going to be booked uh, a month later at a big event. You know, it just it just for uh, coordinating schedules, things like that. Mm. Um, but the GZ, they sort of let you let you develop as much as you wanted to. And uh, Organic was in touch regularly, and he's very, uh, very generous with his time. Um, he's he's been uh, very gracious and very helpful uh, to me. And you know, when you think about it too, like very few people in the culture have been through what he's been through that have his level of experience, yeah. um, his level of expertise and knowledge. And Gully's the same way. They've they've kind of been through it all. You know, like if there's anybody to lean on, it's these guys. They they're very uh, they're very generous and patient with their time and extremely knowledgeable. They're just sort of like the best guys to have in your corner. So I'm yeah. very grateful. Especially organic. I mean, he was doing this shit way, way back when it was like yeah. off, off the top over a beat against an opponent. You don't even know your opponent got scheduled eight minutes ago, right? Like, yeah. yeah. He's been in this shit for a long time. He saw the complete development of it all. So yeah, yeah. it translates. It yeah, translates for sure. For sure. Has, uh, yeah. has he or anyone had to step in? Like say you were, you were talking to a battler about setting something up and then they caught wind of it or you report it back. And they're like, no, no, no. We have something in the mix. Fucking scratch that right now. You know what it was? It was, uh, we were, t- I was trying to book real deal versus DDSS for my first event. Cause I just wanted to like, just kick it off. And I yeah. still think that would be a great battle if mm-hmm. we could get uh, DDSS out and, and real deal out and real deal was down to do it, but he was booked versus Poe Rich in Ottawa for Gully's event. And Gully was like, hey, we, we did this thing with Real Deal. And uh, and <laughs> Real Deal was just sort of like, he's just like with it, right? Real Deal's like, yeah, let's do it. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> it's like, actually, actually, no, we probably want to just make sure that everything's cool and and uh, and and have you do the Poe Ridge battle and, and we'll set something else up down the mm-hmm. road. But, but like, it's really just a scheduling thing. It's never a, a veto of uh, of our aspirations. It's like just making sure that everything works trains run on time you know yeah yeah uh do you work with any other promotions like outside of kotd um i don't know what i mean like battle rap wise yeah i I don't mean participating wise i mean like help with setting up cards give any advice be some sort of sure yeah assistance yeah I, uh, I really like to support battle rap wherever, um, locally we've got two leagues. We've got big Valley battles, which is up in Kelowna in the interior of BC and, uh, and smoked out battles, which actually, uh, split up. So smoked out battles is like Alberta and Ontario right now mm. and set the bar as the new, um, Surrey league. So, um, you know, I, I'm happy to help them whenever, if something happens, I remember there was an event where the promoter couldn't make it and we like stepped in to run the door and host the show. And like, it's just, it's a real uh, strong community out here. So we, we've got each other's backs and, and in the same way, there's, you know, um, the first event that I threw, uh, I made the mistake of battling on the card, um, mm. which is, you know, I, that I, never I goes find- well. Right. And yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. And I, I couldn't find anybody for, for the gingerbread man and I couldn't get anybody in time. And it's like, this guy's great. He deserves somebody halfway decent. You know, I don't want to get some schmuck out here. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, and so, you know, we were like, well, why don't you battle him? And somebody recommended, why don't you battle him? And I was like, I guess I could battle him. Um, and, uh, and, 
put myself on the card and then I had to battle that night and just Mike from, uh, from smoked out at the time from set the bar. It's very confusing. He came and he hosted, <laughs> and he helped out and everybody sort of pitched in. So I wasn't running the event by myself. Um, yeah. And that's, and that's really what it is. This, this community is, uh, is everything here. It's really strong. It's people who love each other, who care about each other and, and love and care about battle rap and shit's, shit's awesome. You know? Yeah. Before we got back into battle rap, you, you were asking, there was a possibility, possibility of you saying you work with other promotions, like, but what, what else are you into? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Right. It's like the battle rap. I mean, battle rap is, is it for sure. Uh, but I come from hip hop. I mean, Lasparka, he saw me, uh, at shows I was opening for, um, opening for, you know, uh, Raekwon and, and Ghostface with my crew. And we were doing nice. shows yeah, in the, oh, in the, in the city a lot. Uh, you know, um, remember now so long ago black milk and uh uh high road or, you know all these all these like hip-hop hip-hop names and he would come out to these shows and he would say you know you got a battle oh you got a battle you gotta come out <laughs> the battle man i'll put you up against stevie v <laughs> like, no no i like being a fan uh but eventually you know he he convinced me to come out and uh and battle and i battled little g and and uh and after that it was just like fuck it you know this is what i want to do this is the shit so i still i still work with illegitimate and you know we've got music coming out and uh and i still love making music but um but battle rap is the thing for sure it's the primary but it started with hip-hop so you wanted to be a rapper in some some form or fashion first before getting into battle rap yeah no i i really didn't know anything about battle rap uh when i started um i I was friends with uh, a rapper locally named Azrael, and I am still friends with him. Um, mm. He's a uh, he's a really great uh, ambassador for the culture in Vancouver, and just a, a phenomenal human being. Um, and he did an album called Tap Water with Aspire, who you guys might know. Yep, yeah, I know Aspire is. So Aspire uh, is the reason that we have King of the Dot in Vancouver because of you know the um, oh, WSCs and all that stuff. Okay. He, yeah, he, he scribble jam. I don't even I don't even know, but the, but he was you know he knew organic and or he was like, hey, I want to throw KODD battles out here, and organic's like, cool, let's let's make it happen. And then you know, uh, uh, who was it? Um, Sunreal and Emotions and Manic and all those guys got involved and they created the Vancouver Division back in the day. But Aspire is obviously, you know, he's a he's a a real. Um, icon for vancouver battle rap and when i would hang out with azrael aspire would be like hey let's watch this battle and you know i watched disaster versus a class and i was like <laughs> what is this this is crazy and i got hooked and i started watching all the grind time shit and then started going to events here and saw pigsty and saw ddss and apiola and it was just like man the culture was so strong we had so much so much talent here that i just got sucked in I find that not not like hard to believe or anything, but it's, I am a little thrown off by it because like the way you approach battle rap uh, last Sunday is a perfect example. XL versus Born. I even put on Twitter the earlier that morning before the battle happened. They're going to rap rap like they they when they battle, they actually rap. So like I expect that more from a rapper. But when I watch you battle, you bring like an entertainment value. You clown around, you joke, you still do rap. 
You had I'm not rapping at all. What's that, going on? Uh, there's, there's at least, <laughs> the words at least rhyme. Okay, we'll give you that much. Um, <laughs> right? Like, so that kind of throws me off. I would figure like you saw battle rap first, want to get into battle rap, make some music on the side. I figured uh, no. you know you bring. Well, you you know, bring go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I come from like I, I do have a theater background for sure. I did a lot of acting as a kid, and that part plays into it a lot for sure. But um, but I think it's you know for me it was like a you know the Dunning Kruger effect, right? Mm-hmm. Where you think you know a lot about some shit, um, and uh, at the beginning of of my battle rap career, let's say. Um, I thought like, oh man, this is easy. I'm just, I don't even have to really rap. I can just like do whatever I want. And I was fucking around. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much where I got my style was I was just sort of like fucking around most of the time. Okay. And I didn't really put the rap rap into it, um, which is like so much more fun. I mean, rap is great, <laughs> but let's be real. Like annoying people, that's my fucking lane. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you, you put like time and effort into your performances and planning. Like you have, I don't want to say gimmicks, like you have like a, a strategy and, and things to do that are, they're new things. Like even last night or two nights ago, whatever, me and you were messaging each other and you uh, show me the picture from the selfie with Marv from that battle. <laughs> and I told yeah. you, I was like, oh shit, that's what that, I've wondered for years. Like how the fuck did that turn out? And I've also <laughs> wondered too, I wondered if you even took a selfie. I was like, is he just fucking around? Like just so you just hold around, his phone right? up and pretend. So how much planning have you put into it for all these different battles, all these different gimmicks or whatever the hell you want word you want to use? How much planning goes into that? I really felt like um, when I was doing this, you know, I was, I think it was like uh, the losing streak that did it for me is I was like, I was doing really well. And I, I, you know, had my first two PY battles and then I did a GZ and, and it was like, you know, I can rap and I can, you know, make fun of people and I can do that. But to really stand out, I need to do something else. I need to do something different. And uh, I really tried to push different narratives and different ideas and just like really fucking around. Honestly, it's just sort of like this idea that if I just rapped, then I would be forgettable. Um, And that's, that's what sort of drives me to that. The Marv thing was, um, was I was watching a lot of Marv battles and he would take all these, you know, small league battles and just freestyle and wax these guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody would walk away like, Oh, look at Marv just fucking smoked another rookie and, and was nothing for him. Right. And I was like, damn, I don't want that to happen to me. I need to do something different. And that's basically what it is. I just, I just feel like I want to make sure that whatever I'm doing, it stands out. It's not just sort of, lost in the mix um did you wait at some point did you make a mental decision to be like i'm gonna do that but i'm gonna kind of chill i'm not gonna go full daylight (laughs) on shit like did you think that through or were you just like whatever happens is what we're going with going full daylight let's go that's that's really it honestly (laughs) i I was uh, i i didn't like daylight uh, a long time ago I know, right? It's hard to believe, but um, <laughs> I saw him versus Pat Stay. Uh, yeah. I was on that card. In that was uncomfortable. That was very yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, and I was there in this in the audience. Me and too. It's like for people. Oh, really? Amazing. Yeah, man. For people yeah. who don't know, it, this was like this was a, a very intense title match because Pat was the champion, but people knew if Daylight really showed up, he could he could win. He could take it from Pat. But was he going to show up? And they were calling for him, you know, daylight, can daylight come to the stage? And 
you know, 10 minutes goes by and it's like, daylight, please report to the stage. And now 20 minutes goes by and you're like, man, is he even here? Mm-hmm. And then he shows up in costume and, uh, oh man. And yeah. it's just an absolute zoo. I don't even know what word you would use, <laughs> but it was just pandemonium. The people beside me are just frothing at the mouth. Just get them back. Yep, get them. Yep. Huge mm-hmm. past day fans. And then the battle ends. The event is over and, and I'm walking outside like, I think Daylight won that. You guys think, you guys think I think Daylight won that. Just getting daggers from everybody. Um, he's uh, he's something special. When I saw that, I realized that, you know, it clicked for me. It's like, this is entertainment. This is first and foremost, like, yes, you got to battle. You got to rap. You got to do those things. But this is about, uh, you know, creating moments and entertaining people first and foremost saying that he's willing to battle any industry rapper for a million bucks right it was justin metcalf that posted that oh daylight did yeah i didn't know that he's like i'm ready to take anybody from the industry for a million bucks i got a million bucks cash right now i mean daylight <laughs> says a lot of things yeah exactly he's really operating on another level for sure yeah but when he shows up and he packed a fucking lunch that day and he comes to battle you're fucked it's real hard to beat him when he shows up and really goes yep. in on someone He's yeah, so no, talented. Yeah, he's he's and you know he's thinking about it like strategically. He's thinking about it in ways that are just trailblazing. You know, mm-hmm. he's just uh, very inspiring. You mentioned sure. you mentioned uh, you have a theater background and, and that plays into things. Now the first sure. first KOTD event I went to was uh, Pat versus Hollahan, and I remember going to it and uh, the two friends I went with they had been to a few battles before. Now, I'm going in thinking, like, I'm walking into fucking the worst neighborhood in Harlem. Like, I got to be ready. I got to have head on a swivel. You never know. Guys are going to have guns. Like, I'm thinking, like, I'm going into the worst of the worst. I'm standing in line outside. These three, like, hipster fucking guys standing in front of us in line. They, I guess, they, I've never seen them anywhere. I don't know who the hell they are. I, they may have went on to be something in battle rap, and I just don't recognize their faces, but... They were talking about their battles and all three of them were talking about how having a theater background helps them when they battle. And right then and there, I was like, oh, I am not in the worst place in Harlem. That's for damn sure. Um, So I I always thought I was like, well, for the first little while, I'm like, I don't know how the fuck those nerds could think that. But as I got more into battle rap, more characters come out and stuff. I realized that I get it, but I've never got to talk to anyone that's actually battled plus has a background in theater what what exactly is it obviously you know standing on stage and performing that's fucking anyone can see that but what are some of the uh the minor details someone wouldn't even think of that helps you prepare and cross over from performing live theater and standing on stage insulting people yeah um so much yeah no it's it's uh it's fascinating how um how separate those worlds are and how how much crossover there is at the same time yeah Um, i think uh you know, me personally, like projection, projection is so big. I'll get, um, you know, developing talent. I love watching rookie battles and I love watching guys who don't know what to do because they don't know what not to do as well. And that's yeah. great. Um, but a lot of the time you'll get guys who know how to write and they'll deliver it all to their feet. And it's just heartbreaking to watch because, you know, right. all you, it's really not that hard. Right. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, no, I'd say that's the biggest thing is projection is you just, you sort of um, treat, treat everybody in the audience like, hey, they're your friend or they're your bunch of friends. And you've got this shit to say about this guy and how dumb he is. 
and it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> who who on who's on your list of people who are the best at that other than Pat Stay? Uh, O'Shea is definitely top three. Oh for me. yes. I don't yes. think there's anybody who really owns the room. I mean, O'Shea versus Charlie Clips is a great example of two of the greats of being charismatic and comfortable on stage, just owning the room. And, uh, and just, I mean, O'Shea walks into Ireland and insults them all and has them <laughs> like just, just goes a whole round, just making fun of the Irish people and they love him and they're shouting his name. You know, O'Shea is just a lovable guy and he exudes that, um, that likability in uh, in the ring, it's just, just super powerful. And he's hilarious, and he's a great rapper too. He's really really talented on all fronts. I think he's underrated. Yeah, his uh, his battle verse, my verse is fucking hilarious. So funny, that so is funny. hilarious. Yeah, man, that guy he, he he's a battler that I, I like what he brings because it's still hip hop, but there's just something else completely different that he brings, and it's not that awkwardness like Cheddar or Carter or whatever, and sure. it's not like this stage presence clowning on you like Pat does. He's just fucking roasting you basically the whole time, and it's and he, and he's also very self deprecating too, so it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, just, you know, and then that's the same thing, you know, somebody who understands that this is a show and we're here to entertain people, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's a, there's a competitive aspect of it. And I, I definitely feel like that is um, a double-edged sword. Sometimes it works for you and sometimes it works against you, but um, I've never really had that. And I've, I mean, the very few times that I've tried to win, uh, it didn't go well for me and I learned a lot, which is great, but mm-hmm. um a lot of the time when I was going to just, you know, have a good time and, oh man, I really loved this material and I couldn't wait for people to hear this material. That was the mindset that got me the best reaction. That was the mindset that made me the most relaxed. You know, it was like, uh, that's, that's what, uh, that's what people come for. Mm-hmm. I think. And uh, obviously you mentioned earlier, you've had to take a step back from being an active battle rapper, being into the promoting side. And obviously this past year and a half of COVID has made nothing easy for anyone to do anything, but uh, you're not completely done, right? Like, it's not like you said, I'm never battling again versus uh, verse tracker. Sorry. Has uh, you battling in August sometime? Is that correct? Uh, Yeah, no. um, Okay. I did. uh, I did have to step back while you're, I I think when you're um, running a division, when you're booking cards and booking battlers, there's no place to book yourself. Like I booked, I booked myself versus a gingerbread man because I couldn't find anybody and I knew it would be uh, a good opportunity for him and I could get him some views. Yeah. Um, but it, it, for the most part, um, I want to put my guys on the card. That's the, that's the goal of a promoter is to promote your guys. And yep. so I had to step back and, um, and now I'm working with KOTD alongside KOTD, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm working with KOTD. So there's no real place for me on KOTD anymore. Um, but if, yeah, small leagues, I, I love the culture. If, uh, if there are people from small leagues, I go to no coast, I go down to Washington. They've got uh, a lead there for MCs by MCs. Oh, great yeah, yeah. Good people. Um, and, uh, and I, I'd love to just come down and entertain a crowd. So I'm not done. I'll still battle. Um, but um, I think that yeah, those aspirations not, not of at the events you throw. What's that? Yeah, never at the events I throw. That's oh. for sure. <laughs> and, and never, uh, I, I don't see myself being on on KOTD or, or anything like that anymore. Um, which is, uh, ah, you know, it is what it is. But 
who knows what the future holds. I, I just, uh, I enjoy to do it and I enjoy to help build the culture. Uh, that's really what it's about. You know, I love how much you guys love battle rap. Like when I, I watch your podcast and I see how much you care about it and I'm like, this is all over the world. This is mm-hmm. like, you know, what you guys are feeling and it's like the UK, it's in Africa, it's in Australia, well, Russians, Russians, Philippines, Russians. totally Philippines. Like, it's like fucking hockey over here. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's, uh, and it's, that. it's, it's still so weird to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so totally. Killing it, right? Like, just like, huh? what? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I know. It's when Sharon, Sharon, when Sharon first told me that that uh, how big it is over there, uh, he was telling me that there's a show that's like the Ultimate Fighter, the UFC show, but it's a battle rap show, and it's like yeah. the highest ranked show on TV. And and he's talking about Looney and all this stuff, and I was like, what the fuck? I I, I just couldn't accept that fucking knowledge. It just <laughs> seems so weird. South America in uh, Mexico, they got spit mex, which is like mostly freestyle. Um, Africa was a big deal because I remember they had uh, scrambles for money down in South Africa, and I followed that for a while, but that sort of collapsed. And then recently, I've um, been in contact with the people who run Battle Rap Nigeria, and there are a, there's a, a new um, a new breed, a new uh, let's say wave of enthusiasm for Battle Rap in Africa. And it's great because now you've got a bunch of people who are developing talent over there. And it's just, it's this thing that's just infectious. You know, I don't know what it is, but this, um, this entertainment that's competitive at the same time. I mean, I'm sure you guys have fucking run the gamut on MMA comparisons, but it's basically (laughs) that, right? Like that's, that's the similar thing. I don't know. What do you guys, what do you guys love about battle rap? What is that, that thing about it? Oh, I love, I love like what first I loved about it. Like I've been a hip hop head since I was a little fucking kid in the eighties and uh, fucking what's I, what I've always liked the most is the lyricism, whether it's you're, you're, you're telling a story, painting a picture. Uh, and then as like the, the cool mo DL cool J shit started happening. I was like, wait, 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 wait. They talk shit to each other too. And like that, that raw aspect. But then as it's developed over the years, cause at first, like I would see a guy come into grind time that could be like a Carter Deems. And I'm like, he's, he's not rapping. Right. Like, I just want to fuck that. That's not what I'm here for. But obviously, you learn to accept it as it grows. It, it's these different things that people bring to it, but still tie it back to the essence of hip hop. And it's the the one on one. No team bullshit. You're not relying on a beat. You're not relying on, on anything else except for yourself being in there. Um, That's fire. And when the, the the actual like things that I really like about the going on in the battles my top thing would be character assassination. When a guy just takes another human being and just fucking breaks him down in front of everyone and does a really good job of it, I fucking love that. It's really a skill, for sure. I'm just a word nerd. So if you can yeah. bend words and, you know, like double entendres, triple entendres, like I, that kind of stuff is what gets me the most. So like, I like rapper rappers. I like really thoughtful writer rappers. Um, and then behind that is definitely a sense of humor. But I feel like it's one more step above like written recorded rapping to be able to also stand in front of somebody else on the spot, one take and just do it and be good at it. And like, Mm -hmm. that's something that I will never tire of. It's crazy. It's crazy. Krill, you were going to say something? Pull the mic up, Krill. I want to hear you. What's going on, man? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> my turn, right? No, it's definitely words and rhymes, right? Like I, lo- I love my rhymes because stage presence is a big thing. But uh, 
most of all is when uh, when somebody breaks down around, right? And you're like, fuck, there's no top in that. And then the next dude is just bam. Yeah. Right? Like, there's no fucking top in that. And then it goes fire again, right? That's the feeling I love the most about So them. good. Yeah. But when they keep topping each other, right? That's just the. Yeah. Uh, like, <clears throat> yeah. It's definitely- Sorry, I, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Cali Smooth versus Disaster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah. one was like, I think it was just a one rounder, but you know, you see Cali Smooth and he's just like cooking the whole yeah. round. Be doing, you're like, man, this is like disaster is like in trouble here. This guy is fucking mm-hmm. rapping and mm-hmm. like just doing a great job. And then disaster comes over the top and he's just emasculating his physical mm-hmm. presence, is just overpowering him with everything. It's it's crazy to watch yep. that back, dynamic. Back to the callback sports comparisons, right? MMA, boxing, whatever. That's just like a fight where you see a guy getting fucked up, and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, it's gonna end, it's gonna end, and then all of a sudden the tide starts turning and the other guys coming back. You're like, I can't fucking believe this is happening. You know what I mean? It's just two guys letting it all out in a ring in front of everyone. And uh, yeah. it's, it's so fucking exciting. Sometimes it's the end too, right? Waiting for the call, for the judge's call. Yeah. The anticipation. I remember during the last, the last season, whatever it was, the TV, he had the Grand Prix. Yeah. I, was, I yelled at TV a couple of times. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, Krill friggin', uh, he he raps he's a recording artist he he switched from russian rapping in russian his whole life last september so like 10 10 months ago to english and uh last year early this year he put out a song but he was working on it last year for sure it was so severe at times and when so severe beat eddie i on short notice fucking krill <laughs> krill literally jumped out of the chair watching together and he was clapping his hands like hercules hercules he was so fucking excited right i loved it we did a recap show right after it and i was talking about how much i fucking love that to see that excitement and that passion Insane. come out of someone right yeah yeah that's uh that's crazy and and you know the the wordplay is like that's the thing it's 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 um it creates a chemical reaction in your brain, right? It's, it's, um, it's, it's kind of, this is going to sound nerdy. I'm a big nerd. So I'm just going to go, go in. That's all right. That's um, what I like about you. Hey, thank you. There's, there's a small percentage of people, you know, I know there's a, there's an audience out there. Um, (laughs) Someone likes me. It's Someone. Um, But uh, you know, Alan Moore is uh, the guy who created Watchmen. He's a big, uh, big comic book writer back in the day and he's like a wizard he considers himself a wizard but he said something that really stuck with me uh many years ago he said um that it's it's like magic basically you're creating you're saying words you're spelling words or a spell was a spelled word and it when you say it um it creates a chemical reaction in people's brains uh you know whether it's wordplay or like puns or just anything that like a punchline that um, makes you think uh, about the separate meaning, the third meaning, if there is one. Um, and it, that's an actual change that's happening in your brain. Mm-hmm. So you're literally casting a spell over a crowd of people that causes them to react. And it's like a f- dueling wizards. It's like a fucking you know, <laughs> magic battle where you're, you're who has the most powerful spells and whose spells last longer. And, you know, and I just got super nerdy there. I just, I just went, I went into it. Dude, when you battle, it's going to be on my story and you're going to have a little wizard hat on. I'm going to have it on. I can't wait. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, no. So I got a battle in, in August against uh, this young guy. Uh, wait, Franklin. we all know this is August right now, right? Yeah, this, this, uh, this August, next August. In this, in this month. I know it just uh, confuses me. Um, I got, you know, I'm writing it right now, actually. Uh, 
this guy, he's um he's a good kid and I really like him. So but. I'm gonna really kick his ass yeah. as hard as I can. Um, I was like Carter bars, great. Yeah. <laughs> great. It's out yeah. of love, kid. This is gonna hurt he's, me more than it hurts you. That's exactly it. No, he's he's gotta know, you know. I mean, when I think about the most progression that I've ever had, it's when I really got like I mean, Isaac Knox beat the shit out of me. And I'm glad you can admit that. (laughs) Let's be real. I got, that was a wake up call for me. You know, Lush One was there and, Mm -hmm. uh, and Nove was there and a bunch of people that I respect uh, from the culture. And they just like, didn't want to hang out with me at the after party. (laughs) Okay. I get it. I get that. I fucked up. I get that. I did something wrong here. Let me just, you know, take everybody wanted to sit down with me and be like, okay, listen, you know, <laughs> and they were uh, all sunning you, dude, for real. And, and I deserved it. And, and uh, if I can do that to somebody else, then I will for sure. And that's my job mm. for you. Uh, looking at battles in other leagues, because KOTD is not really an option for you. You seem very fond of the UK scene. Uh, is premier something you'd like to love battle them. on? Yeah. I Premier. Love premier. I think, uh, I think that uh, I, I love premier. I love what they're doing. Um, I don't think I'm in Bison Briggs' good books right now. I'll just be real with you. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I I, I love the guy. I know he's very well-respected in the community and everybody loves him. And I'm sure that if we got to hang out and chat that uh, it would all be cool. But Mm -hmm. um, uh, I was was mouthy. I was mouthy back in the day on Facebook when I was battling. And I said said stupid shit to the wrong people. Mm -hmm. and, uh, And they don't forget. So I think, uh, yeah, Premier might be a stretch. I really fuck with Dub Scandal. They're a great league. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dub Scandal has that vibe where, like, it's it's in homie's backyard. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Like, just everybody's having a really good time. Mm-hmm. And there's no pressure. And there's a lot of the best battlers in the UK right now have come up from Dub Scandal as a development league. And uh, I really fuck with uh, Chip and John, the the owners of the league, and and Kofi and Conman are, are two guys who are heavily involved or were heavily involved uh, with dub um, just really good people, really quality people. I know they got a lot of them. Rap is full is another league uh, with, you know, great people that I really love and respect. Um, they've, they've, I mean, if KOTR was still around, you know, I fuck with mm. those guys. I battled Mickey worthless. They know who I am. Hopefully. For real? I didn't know that. Um, oh yeah. That was, uh, that was when I promised to stop doing gimmicks. As, as I battle Mickey Worthless, that was that was actually yeah. After Isaac Knox, I was like, I told Willie, I was like, listen, he was like, listen, you gotta fucking stop doing gimmicks, or we're gonna stop. <laughs> and I was like, all right, you know, I kind of see your point. At this point, like I would argue with you, but I kind of brought puppets on stage and got bodied for three rounds in front of my friend's family. So maybe, maybe you have a point. Um, so yeah, so I battled Mickey and. uh and I love those KOTR guys. This is the embodiment of what I love. You know, people coming together to have a good time. Um, no bad vibes, really. Yeah. And with uh, we see different politics of battle rap going on here and there, and we never get in those conversations on here because it don't really Mark. give a fuck, right? Like I don't give I don't give a shit if one league is trying to have a contract where you can't battle other leagues. This isn't what we do here. But right. But those those politics, whatever it may be, have you encountered any of those working on the promotion side? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. mean, this is what it is. Like, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. 
it's the wild west out here. There are no rules. There are no laws. There's no union for battle rappers. There's no representatives. There's no, you know, people are staking their claim right now in something that I think I and and many other people believe that this is the beginning of something that's a lot bigger than what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, and, you see yeah. Medicine Square Garden battle rap event? Oh yeah, easily, hundred yeah. percent. I see. I see. Oh yeah. I mean, this is the future. Uh, what we're doing with King of the Dot right now with the season is just the beginning. I mean, it's just like being able to um, gamify battle rap and put it into a category where you've got stats and figures and scores and, and people trying to make the playoffs. It's like, you know, this is just a lot of people don't really have that vision. And I know that organic and, and gully do for sure. So like you said, you, you, you grew from taking a loss, right? Something you experienced made you grow as a person and as a battle rapper and all that. Right. So right now imagine this is a Madison square garden, right? Event you're throwing. (laughs) <laughs> who would you like to battle as a headliner, right? Like for you right now, who do you think would be the biggest challenge for you? Um, you know, I, I'd like to battle. That's really tough. It's really tough to know. You have to know who you are. You know, well, you, seem not to like, be, you seem to be good at matchmaking. You're not, it's not, you know what I mean? Nothing new to oh, me. Oh shit. If I fooled you into thinking I'm good at matchmaking. Because <laughs> like, man, you, you watch some of the battles that I've set up and there's me in the background just going, how did I do? How did I think you had, you had this was going to work? You had a couple tries at it, okay? So you, let's say you got, you got some experience and also who would you, how, what would you think would be your biggest challenge? Your personal challenge, right? Yeah, I I, uh, I don't know, man. I, I would have to say, like, I, I hate to cop out, but um you know it's about uh man the styles how the styles clash i can't i can't i'm like colorblind to that you know i i would like i really love and respect shuffle t and dunch mm. but they're of a similar style to what i do which is sort of like oh we're gonna clown on people and we're gonna we're gonna rhyme well and, and be funny and and make people laugh and having those battles like when i battled laughing stock i wasn't super happy with that and i i know maybe i could have done better but also i know that you know if it was the venue if there was more people there i I don't know but but he is a similar style to me and Mm -hmm. having a mirror match like that is not as good as you know me versus marv where i can clown and be funny and marv's gonna come with bars he's also very funny but he's like rapping rapping and he's got bars and a whole bunch of different things going on um so like it's tough to say. I'd say the more serious guys are are more suited to me. Like if I were to battle A Ward, you know, I think that would be good because his um I'll be real with you, his ability to project his performance is crazy. It's top tier. I mean, everybody talks about it. Something, you know, a lot of people don't get when you watch on YouTube is how that person uh performs in the room. And A Ward is one of those guys. Um, that's just crazy energy. And, uh, and I think that would be a good challenge for me. I think that would be somebody who's like, who doesn't have the humor that I have. And like, I'm going to be real with you. A word, you're not watching this. A word, you, you, you can't fuck with my pen. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm fucking taking you. I'm taking you out every nine out of 10 times with my fucking writing. Um, but you know, that would, ha- would challenge me to step up my performance and make sure that I, uh, I didn't get bodied. Side note, you would be very surprised at some of the people that listen to this show. 
<laughs> in fact when we first got started we had a hell of a time actually having battle rap fans listen but every industry person was like yeah i fucking listen i fuck with you and we were yeah. like great because we can get whoever we want on the show but who the fuck is listening yeah at first yeah well hey if they weren't here's this fuck let's go buddy let's let's do it up oh. he was uh I don't even know if he's going to be a part of uh, the King of the Dot season one or something like that, but I, I might actually have to have to uh, work with him soon. So I'm trying not to like step on any toes right now. Well, you're not doing a very good job. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of shit happens at the buildings, man. Teachers, threats. You know what I mean? Let's go. We had, we had nameless call out Lloyd Banks for five grand. Said he'd fucking body him. Okay, there's a, there's a flip side. What it like? Krill's the event. Krill mentioned Madison Square Garden. You are the promoter, the matchmaker, and you're headlining it. Who do you put yourself against as an industry rapper? I'm really fucking up if all that's happening. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know, man. You know, I I I feel like uh, especially coming from from rap. You know, songwriting is so different, and um, I, f- I felt like I had that Dunning Kruger thing where I felt like, oh man, battle rap. You know, I'm fucking writing real raps out here. I'm just gonna come <laughs> in and fucking dog walk all these guys, and it was not the case. It's no. wildly different. Yeah. So you know, these industry guys can come in and they can rap, but they can't battle. I mean, you know, I mean maybe they can, but would like to see it. I would say me and Mad Child. I've been fucking gunning for that match since the old man battle. I'd watch that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad Child, Mad Child, he's got a he's got a long history. We would uh and we would go round for round. But um but for real, I, I don't know. I think it's uh it's it's two different things, two very different things. So talk some shit. Who you got a body? Lloyd Banks. You versus Lloyd, <laughs> you versus Lloyd Banks, what happens? Um I sell a lot more of my music. Holy shit. That's what happens. It's a great <laughs> promo. That's really what it is. Um, you know, it's it's really what it is, is like grow this thing to a, a point where um, the battlers are getting paid for the work that they do. I think that right now we see a lot of turnover in battle rap. A lot of guys like, uh, I don't want to speak for other people, but I know that there are big names in battle rap who have to work their job, you know, who have to work a nine to five. Yeah. And I'm not throwing shade at that at all. That's just no, the current reality life. of the situation. Yeah. Yep. Um, but would love it for it, these people who are extremely talented and good at this to be paid for their time. Because mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you um, that the amount of effort and work that goes in is not equal to the return. Oh, oh fuck no. We calculated not right now. Three round battle is pretty much a mixtape. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Krill went through the one time, like, explaining yeah, like, to me three three-minute rounds. Verses and then the songs, you could put up a mixtape out, out of a three-round battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three, three uh, three-minute rounds, yeah. And then, But, like, even, you know, I mean, I'm... It's a good job, right? If it's done well, it, it could be, like, it could be... It's, some, it's a lot of dope material, right? A lot. It's so much. I'm writing this this battle right now for, for Buddy, and it's, like, every line has to be good every line has to hit on some level or set up for a better punch in the next line um and then simultaneously i'm working on a little project um some music with a friend of mine and it's like oh man just express yourself like oh man i'm just gonna fucking these are my thoughts boom you know here's Mm -hmm. a song and and i'm not saying that they're the same thing i'm just mean um there's no pressure for me to punch or for me to get across a message 
it can be a lot more interpretive and you know mixtape bars like you said um yeah i could i could fucking do a whole bunch of mixtapes for the amount of <laughs> time that i put into one battle for sure so, uh, your friend oh uh <laughs> shouts out to pace pace beats on the island um shouts out to my guy uh my guy scythe scythe is killing it right now scythe is um uh producer for illegitimate my crew and uh he's working with uh i don't know if you guys know junk not familiar but with junk them. and young stitch both of them have battled oh stitch yeah, yeah 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 okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He's, he's all over it right now he's just producing like a maniac guys all over the world and uh and just just killing it on the production game really i didn't know that i didn't know yeah. that yeah definitely check him out he's dope uh nikki scarfo anonymous all mm. the guys illegitimate just absolutely killing it um and uh, really proud of them. You know, everybody's really leveling up right now. Um, and I'm sort of like the connection to Battle Rap. They're all doing the music thing and I'm doing the Battle Rap thing. Okay. Um, when you see on the promoter side, because we were talking about, you know, you you booking yourself against an industry rapper. But when you see, uh, you know, we, like we talked about organic, someone like that who's been around forever. KOT has been a staple forever. That's a guy who can really build something. Obviously, Smack has built something. I don't know ARP's past, but he's really built something with RBE. But we've Ooh. seen these things pop up over the years. Fucking Total Slaughter comes to mind right away. Uh, that did not go very well at all. Uh, when, what are like, what, okay, first of all, when you first heard about that, did you, did you know right away? Because like Amy and I, when it first came out, we had the discussion. I was like, this is not going to go well. And it didn't. Did you kind of know right away? Like this is, these guys, are gonna try guys. To, these guys are going to try to reinvent the wheel and it's not going to work? Like, I had no idea. Really? No, and I, I don't know where my filters were at that time, but um, you guys, it sounds like you guys were on it. I thought, oh my God, this is it. This is the ultimate fighter reality TV show that we've been waiting for. You get the guys in the house and then they're, they're all fucking top tier guys. Like, <laughs> oh my God, the name's involved. And then, you know, Daylight shows up fucking naked. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I thought, this is this is definitely going to be it. And and was nope. just heartbroken at yeah. how it turned out maybe because we had gone through many so many seasons of the ultimate fighter that's where that's how we already knew yeah <laughs> yeah amy and i yeah, had to cover that shit for years um, yeah but yeah super impressive when fucking uh joe button versus hollow to dawn was announced i was like oh god joe button's gonna <laughs> die and like obviously joe button is a much bigger name there's different kind of rappers right and when you look at joe button and listen to Joe Budden's music. I really don't know what the fuck is he doing battling. Like, I'm not just especially hollow. But yeah, that's that aside. Battling anybody, I just don't see Joe Budden as the raw raw type of rapper that's got gun bars and I murder you and shoot you every five feet, five to two seconds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when you listen to Banks, it's all. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some young buck, like you know what I mean. I can yeah. see that. I can see those guys stepping up and being aggressive and writing battle bars or some gun bars, whatever it is. Not Joe Budden. As soon as I heard it, I was just like, oh, that's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just, that was my feeling, and it turned out right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of those guys can, like, fuck with battle rap, which is dope. I mean, when you see Drake, when he was doing those, uh, the back-to-back and those, like, that's, those are fucking battle bars. Like, this yeah. guy is battle rap. Um, but, um, like, but, yeah, Vinny it's Paz, Imagine Vinny Paz right. on stage, right? That would be aggressive and fucking. Vinny Paz, yeah, yeah. Sorry, what were you gonna say, Cope? Yeah, no, that's that's just it. I mean, um, I, I love I love how many people are really into the culture and really really fuck with it and support it. Um, seeing Drake involved like that is is huge, and uh, and I think it's just the beginning. Honestly, I mean, 
you guys know um this this thing has legs this is not this is not the peak this is not where you know battle rap is right now i think a lot of people are stuck on that um like oh this is this is the way it's going to be no no we've got a lot more to go yeah well season one sorry amy go ahead i was gonna say it's hard to gloss over the fact too though that this last year and a half has been so abnormal in every way that on top of everything you just said you've got the (laughs) element of forcing different venues and platforms i mean if 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 2020 hadn't happened the way it happened i personally don't think caffeine and twitch would have happened when or how they happened or been half as successful off rip sure yeah Mm. no it's um it's it's a weird situation and definitely um you know it is what it is there's nothing we can change about that i know that the blackout event that was planned for la that organic was working on like i was going down there it was going to be amazing and coming off of town business town business too yeah those were really amazing events and kotd was back in it but that didn't happen and uh you know covid hit us and it everybody the plus though like i don't think those platforms would have popped as when they did had this year not happened sure Mm -hmm. sure and you know in the in the uh long term uh in the scheme of things looking back maybe we'll we'll say hey you know this was uh this was the catalyst for um, how we, how we see modern battle rap. But I really, I don't know, you know, we're, I feel like it's fog of war right now. We're in the middle of it and, uh, and we'll have a better perspective, you know, a decade from now, which is uh, a long time to wait, but really it's really in its infancy. Yeah. With the, uh, the KOTD season one, uh, did you like hear any talkings of that from speaking with organic gully, other KOTD staff members, like before the announcement of it, like, cause I know from, well, from what I've heard, I shouldn't say, I know this is something that organics wanted to do for a long time. He just didn't know exactly the, like the logistics of it all. So have you heard uh, talks about this in the past before it actually became a thing? I'd say, um, yeah, I mean, I, I was, I worked with them a lot on, on um, the scoring system. And, uh, oh, really? Yeah. So oh, that's, we're going to get into problem. that after your answer. So continue. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how much I'm allowed to speak about. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't want to get you any shit, but as much as you can. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, we, I know that we had, this was an idea for GZ. What we wanted to do for development is we set up a point system for battlers to come up through GZ so that they could say, Hey, I got this many points. I deserve a shot on KOTD because a lot of the time we were having, uh, we were developing guys on GZ who would be like, I can't get on King of the Dot. I don't know what's going on here. And then they'd fuck off to somewhere else or they'd yeah. retire. And that's, you know, disheartening and, and hard on the hard on developing talent. Um, and uh, at Premier Battles, they did for, for a period of time, they did some, um, some judged battles in a sort of um, seasons-esque sort of thing. Um, but yeah, like on this scale with the names involved, I mean, this is, this is wild. And it's, it's such a, an enormous risk when you think about um, how you're going to compete with, uh, you know, smack throwing events every weekend on caffeine. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is it. You, you really, you're out on a limb here and you're really risking it all for a concept that is unproven. And, you know, like the scoring system, the judging, everything has to be perfect because if anything goes wrong, it all falls apart. 
um, it's, it's, I mean, it's an enormously ballsy move. So, um, yeah, I, I jumped in to help however that, I could, is, for sure. Is that, is that where, uh, is that where Grand Prix came in? Grand Prix was, was sort of a test run for the seasons? Yeah, test, I mean, test out the Prix, judges, test out the scoring systems and all that shit, right? And yeah. Then... Yeah, so we had the scoring system with the Grand Prix, and this is Organic's, uh, you know, brainchild. Um, all credit to him, because it's a really brilliant system. When you think about how many people have tried to create a scoring system for what is essentially, you know, performance art, it's subjective performance art. Yep. Like, damn. Um, I don't know how you would begin to go about doing that, but he's worked it out through, you know, uh, his experience with um, boxing scoring and uh, fights and stuff like that, which is, which is great. And uh, it turns out uh, it works really well. Uh, the, the whole system, the point system and, you know, my job was sort of to figure out how that would work over the course of a season and how we could make the rankings work and incorporate the fan vote and things like that sort of just sort of you know uh flesh it out a bit more but it's uh organic's brainchild and yeah the grand prix was sort of a test run it was tough with the grand prix though because once you're done you're eliminated yeah so, like with the season it's like <clears throat> you can lose a battle and end up with more points than the guy who won yeah so it's it's really important to to do your best um going forward what it's crazy uh... What uh, like what aspects or what uh, kind of uh, input did you give towards developing the scoring system for season one? Uh, so yeah, so um... if you can't talk on it, don't just be like, <laughs> give us no comment. You've been diplomatic as fuck at the start. Go back to that if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, man. Um, I don't. I I definitely don't want to get you in any sort of hot water. No, so. no, no. I I think uh, I I'm I'm pretty sure it's it's just common knowledge. Like you know. We, he he created the um this great boxing scoring system you know it's a 10 9 system yep um 10 points uh it's brilliant and so we needed a way to figure out how to incorporate the fan vote uh as another aspect of that system so you know you know people are talking about oh the perfect 150 and mm -hmm. like oh if you get 150 that's it everybody's looking for a 150 against their opponent um that happened because you know we've got the four judges given their 30 points and then we translate the fan vote into another 30 points potentially. Mm -hmm. um, so with yeah. the fan vote real quick, that sure. whoever wins, that's uh, do, does it automatically turn into, Oh no, no, I guess you can vote two one. You can yeah. vote two one. Yeah. I was thinking, is that an automatic 30, 27, but no, yeah, yeah. On the polling, you can do two one. Sorry. I'm an asshole. Continue. No, no, not at all. That's, that's yeah. basically it, you know, and that helps uh, figure it out. Like the, the, the whole point about this is that it's really new to everybody yeah. and uh, fun. even the battlers don't really fully understand. I'm sure don't fully understand everything. And so, you know, we just having to go um, take it day by day and work out the kinks and make sure that it's solid and um, that people believe in it so that we can um, be ready for season two, if we need to tweak anything. Um, but, but just, organic coming with his own scoring system and us implementing it uh, and organizing the judges so that they're really familiar. I mean, that's the, that's the most important part is that the judges are extremely familiar. So we don't get another uh, disaster frack thing. <laughs> even, even though people got kicked out at Grand Prix, I think the most important part was to work out the judges. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's it. And I mean, especially when you think about the playoffs and like the implications down the road, like we're at the first round of battles. So, you know, it's like, oh man, I only got this many points. But, you know, when you're at your last battle, you need those points. And it's going to be, you know, it's every single point matters, but but it matters a lot more when you're close to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the judging has to be super tight. Um, I'm working on the judging commission it's the uh the ijc the independent judging commission hey i saw something about that that's like a legit thing right yeah so that's uh me and mickey fax and p stats from uh from battle rap stats holy shit okay yeah so so uh you know i mean we've had a lot of meetings about it and we've been working really hard and and the whole ijc uh community of judges um is really really tight-knit group and we're really committed to, um, you know, keeping things fair and transparent and maintaining the integrity um, of, of all the judging throughout. So uh, <clears throat> that's that's sort of like the stuff that I'm working on. That's like cool alongside KOTB. Yeah, no, that's cool yeah. as shit. So like, how did that that whole thing come about? And how did you end up like that trio, the three of you together? Right. Like, is it like one guy called the other guy or were you guys like appointed you know what I so, mean? Yeah, and now so, you're forced to work together. How did that come about? Well, when we came up with the judging system, um, you know, organic was like, we need some way to keep this honest. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. If it's KOTD, then it's like, oh, you work for KOTD. Yep. Oh, you're just doing what organic says. Because yep. I think the thing with disaster versus frack is a lot of people were like, Oh, obviously, KOD has rigged it for yep. disaster because yep. they can't have disaster <laughs> lose. But that's not um, that's not what happened. I mean, that's not even in the realm of possibilities. That, yep. I mean, when you look at what happened, that's not what happened. You had no. you had a bunch of judges in a room who saw disaster live, which is wildly different from seeing disaster Absolutely. on a stream. And and to to infer that it was like some nefarious you know, plot by KOTD to put people ahead is, is ludicrous, but you have to distance yourself from that perception. So, um, I said, you know, I'm, I'm working on Reddit. Maybe we can have it be a Reddit thing. And, uh, I, we just wanted to find some way to make it something else. So we created the IJC and then, um, as we were putting the battlers or the, uh, the judges together, uh, organic was like Mickey fax is really interested in helping out, and uh, so Mickey brought in P stats and we sort of uh, we sort of put everything together, me, Mickey and P stats. And then, and now, you know, organic is the client. So we're working for him because huh. we're providing the judges for him. But uh, when it comes to the integrity of the, the judging panel and, you know, choosing which judges and making sure that they're, they have no bias or they have no affiliation with anybody like these things are on the IJC. So, um, so we have that separation. Where do you apply? I'm sorry. Oh, where do you apply? (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) You want in? Let's go, bud. Yeah. Krill Krill actually used to set up, um, tournaments. Fuck you explain to him. You know better than me. (laughs) Uh, But what we had was a little different. Uh, it, it, it slowly poured into what we have here now in Canada, but, uh, 
it was more of a song competition you know what i mean so you were given a topic and you were given a beat uh and everybody out of everybody out of a pair would write a song to the same topic over the same beat so you'd know it wasn't a song taken from somewhere else right and it would be guided towards your opponent and you would have the system was different although the you, the points were out of 10 you think you had 10 for the lyricism out of 10 for the lyricism out of 10 for the performance and then you had out of three for your own personal opinion right because yeah. you could because you could be 10 10 0 hated that fucking song <laughs> yeah you know what i mean but you can't deny the skill it was written well it was performed well but i fucking hated cool. it so and, 10 10 0 right and uh it, it moved up and some of the uh, some of the some of the events had up to 10 13 000 people yeah I mean, and some of these guys he worked with went on to work with uh versus over yeah. in russia because this is back when he lived in russia right. and uh from fucking the first grand prix event right like we're just watching his fans it's not like he went on on an episode of the building downtown and, and went on a fucking rant but he'd be like yelling at me like what the fuck we need to change the scoring system the judging needs to do that i'm like i'm the wrong guy to talk to he's like, <laughs> and he's so passionate about it <laughs> i could not understand that's awesome how do we watch two people shit on each other for 15 minutes each and then we just leave <laughs> you know what i mean it's like nobody won You can just go home with your- oh man i hate that I don't understand oh oh my biggest pet peeve was like you would have like uh watch back in the day and you would see guys and the judges would they would line up the judges after yeah. the battle and they'd all be like in the same room together and the first yeah. guy would be like i thought he won and then the next guy would like be like uh, uh yeah 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 he's right yeah. he won right. yeah yeah it should be a little better than that but uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 happy, i'm happy that it got worked out though that's what i'm saying i'm a lot happier to watch judge battles than unjudged battles with you being oh sorry Carl, go ahead i was just saying even if there's a discrepancy you can always have a rematch whatever it is but it's a battle rap event there should be a winner, should be a winner. somebody should walk out a winner out of yeah. a fucking battle yeah it's called a battle yes exactly I, you know what I, mean? i have a question about judging from the grand prix to this season we had a lot of people on that we talked to at length about the Grand Prix while they were actively in the Grand Prix. And there were multiple mentions of like, no, we couldn't have this judge because he doesn't like me or this guy won't battle if that guy is judging. Like, what have you been doing to circumvent that now that you've seen so much of it happen last year? Yeah, that's huge. And um, it's really important because it doesn't matter, you know, uh, all of the judges we have, have great integrity and great professionalism and we trust them to judge um, without bias, but it's not about them. It's about the perception. So um, anybody who's like, looks like they are affiliated or, you know, uh, what was it? We had, uh, okay. We had rigs on the South event um, and it was like the day of the event I found out that uh, Riggs did this whole blog about how he hates Showtime. And I was like, oh my God, that uh, guy's judging today. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. So we had to like, we had to rip Showtime out and put somebody in. I always have two backup judges ready, make sure that somebody can sub in in case there's an issue or something happens with their connection. Yeah. Um, I noticed that, I don't know if you guys noticed too, during the Grand Prix, like sometimes there were five judges, sometimes mm-hmm. there were yeah, like yeah. seven judges. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we asked. We were, we right? were asking all the wrong people, though. I guess they should have just called you first because <laughs> yeah, nobody no, had an I, answer I, for us. I, I knew that too. And I knew that 
that was a problem. It's not like it was planned that way. It was like, oh, something went wrong and we need to get somebody in right now. So um, it's really uh, it's really about preparation and research and, uh, you know, all the judges. Are you saying when there were seven judges, that was like things were already in process and you were like, oh, shit, this is a problem. We have to add people to offset the one that might be the problem. Uh, I don't know what happened with the Grand Prix. I actually wasn't involved in oh, that okay. gotcha, aspect gotcha. of the Grand Prix. I, I only was only brought in. I was helping with the Grand Prix on uh, on a technical level, but um, sure. I was helping with season one at a much more like with the IJC in a much more hands on way. Gotcha, so, gotcha. yeah. So, so I noticed cool. that like you guys did for sure. That's so cool. Well, um, Grand Prix, you say a technical level you were helping on. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I was fucking moderating the chat like. Oh, no, okay, okay. No, wait, stop right there. I have the one question of this entire show that you can fucking directly answer, sir. <laughs> okay. You ready for this? Here we go. Hit me. How many hours of your life have been lost to Discord? Oh, to Discord. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so interesting. Um, I'm surprisingly, you know, it's it's not me. It's not me. It's the weirdest thing. I, I know I have this perception because I'm a big nerd and I started the Reddit, you know, r slash rap battles. And like, there's this idea of my um, technological proficiency, we'll say. But Discord is just really confusing to me. <laughs> so I have a lot of trouble, like, maintaining my presence on Discord. Um, I know the Reddit has, we have a Discord open and I'm working on setting up the KOTD one um, uh, with my guy, Dankrupsy. Shouts out to him. Um, but I'm really not very savvy with that stuff. I'm not going to lie, dude. When they first tried to kick off the Discord last year, um, I'm not a big Discord person myself. And so, but I was like, well, let me fuck around and, and, and you know, see who's in here. And it was literally all you all the time, every event. And I was like, this motherfucker <laughs> just gets here talking to himself. I mean, people oh came God. in and would talk, but I was just like, copacetic, <laughs> stop, who are you talking to? Nobody's using this. It's the same six people, but you are always there. That is so funny. Shit. Yeah, we're trying. I mean, we're, we're working on it and uh, just trying to like, <laughs> it's tough. I don't know the, the format very well. Dude, so it's I'm... a weird platform, right? But also, to be completely honest with you, I have not hopped back in there since probably a month or two after it launched. Is it still a thing that really is having some time put behind it? Do people hop on there during events now that Twitch is like live? Yeah, my guy Dank, he's putting in work. He's yeah. uh, he's he's my sort of my connect. He's the guy who like understands that stuff, and he's he's setting it up. We're trying to get uh, text battles. A lot of text battling is is uh, is really popular, especially in Discord. So we're trying to get that stuff set up. You know, sort of have it be a uh, KOTD platform for uh, Discord uh, for the battle rap culture on Discord more than it is. Hey, we're just going to talk about KOTD on here. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a process and, uh, I'm sure as soon as we, uh, we get everything up and running and and we start to build a community there, um, then, you know, things will start popping off. But, um, you know, it's, it reminds me of Reddit when I, when I started the Reddit in, uh, 2011, there was fucking nobody there. And I would have multiple accounts and like 
have conversations with myself with different <laughs> accounts. Like it was just, right. there was, we were, oh man, there was three comments on this thread. And, uh, and, you know, after a while, you just, you start to bring personalities in and, and uh, community starts to develop and it's just like magic. Um, and now, you know, the Reddit is huge and it basically runs itself, but obviously with the help of the mods, shout out to uh, the mod team on Reddit. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, when, when you figure out Discord, you can teach me it. Because even as a 10-year social media professional veteran, I can't Discord. Like, I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't understand it. It is so niche-feeling to me. Like, I don't yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, I empathize wholly with you right there. Um, very- uh, th- this Reddit shit, I told you I want to talk to you about that. We're right at the perfect time. Unfortunately, Krill has to go. Uh, he, he has I'm to... so sorry, man. My wife's phone is weird. Yeah, he, he has to pick up his girl, and it, it, he freaking, I was like, yeah, we'll be done by then. We're not, and I want to keep going. So, um, unfortunately, he has to step out now. I try, I try to give it an hour and a half, you know what I mean? And I don't mean to no disrespect, but there's just everything going on. Not at all, my <laughs> G. You got to do what you got to do. It's family over battle rap every time. Yeah. And it was good to chat with you, and uh, I want to check out your music, see what's going on. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll send you some links uh, after we're done the show yeah. to some of this I'm shit. actually always open to work. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Let's go. If, you, if you're going to like my music, bro, I'm fucking... Because I've heard enough of you before this. You know? I got to be both uh, familiar with your, with your stuff. Yeah. So if you... If you do, if you are into it, let me know. We'll talk. We'll talk. I just got a bounce right now, man. Sorry. But sure. it, was nice no. you. it was nice having you. Thanks for coming through, man. It was, it was a pleasure for sure. Thousand percent, my G. All right. Easy, bro. All right. So, Rails our resident sweet talker. As read you can it. See. Yeah, yes. today. He's a fucking asshole 99% of the time. Yeah. I know he's I my it. best friend. I got to deal with this bullshit every day. I um, love it. Uh, Reddit. So, you right. said there, you started r slash uh, rap battles. Uh, yeah, in uh, 2011, I noticed there was no, uh, I was on Reddit a lot, and I noticed there was no uh, forum for rap battles. So um, there was there was r battle rap and r slash rap battles, and they had yep. the fucking ghost town. So uh, I applied to take over, and uh, they gave me the Reddit. And so I just started uh, reaching out to all the small leagues to help them promote their stuff, and that got me nowhere. Uh, so <laughs> Right, I mean, just I'm gonna I go nowhere fast. Yep. Appeal to all the little guys. <laughs> yep, I'm, so I'm gonna I, be that that yeah. down to earth guy who works on the ground level. That'll really be my way in. You're like, yeah, that's not working. I get it. I've yes. been there before with MMA shit. Right? Yeah, it's really, um, it's really uh, naive of me. But um, yeah, as soon as we started talking about URL and KOTD, then boom, uh, yep. everybody's over on the on the sub talking about stuff and yeah um we've had a lot of different mods over the years but yeah it was uh it's a a long process for sure it's i've spent a lot of time on there over the years obviously and over the past friggin almost year now since we've been doing this show and it's not a battle rap show but especially when it comes to kotd we're balls in on that shit right like i I love kotd to fucking death um so we, we do have a lot of battle rap content on here and you know, it's like, uh, okay, we had a, a police officer on out of uh, Toronto, and she fucking, she's suing the police department. She's been sexually assaulted, sexually harassed by her coworkers, all kinds of shit. I would try to post that in different subreddits, and right away, they're just like, fuck you. You know, this ain't what this is about. You don't meet the requirements, this, that. Well, with, with uh, I always fuck it. Was it Battle Rap or Rap Battle? 
r slash rap battles r slash rap battles there we go okay with r slash rap battles i was like ah you know i'll I'll throw it in here and battle rap especially battle rap fans that's a finicky place to get into because they will take your fucking head off if you come with something they don't like and right away it was like accepted and there'd be a a couple comments here and there and then um I don't know if it was you or someone who runs the social media started following us on Twitter. And I was like, fucking, this is awesome that they embraced us the way I've like, you know, been such a fan of them for so many, so many years. Um, the, I wanted to have someone on, I didn't know who to reach out to. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't even know where to go. And I might get a mod who's been there for like three months or whatever. <laughs> and then I noticed you on Facebook posted shit about it. And I was like, wait, 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 he's part of it. And now I find out you're like the, the creator of it all. So like, yeah, a lot of people don't know. No, man, that is awesome. That is like, that's one of those things. It, and it, it is like a, a hub for battle rap. And it, it's yeah. a much needed thing. I fucking find that so cool that you were the guy that, you know, took this on. Yeah, we, uh, I really saw the potential of it. I was really surprised that it didn't already exist. Um, yes. And, and, and like you said, it's like a hub. For me, the philosophy was, um, you know, this shit is all over the planet and it's uh, it's so powerful, this culture. And it just, it permeates, um, you know, race, religion, uh, location, just everything. Yep. So I really wanted a, a place where um, we could all come together, you know, like uh, African battle rap, uh, you know, Asian, um, Russian, Australian, UK, like, irish everybody everybody would have a place i feel like facebook was really segmented you know it's like yeah oh you you like this this is your group where all those people are yeah i completely Um, agree but this could be a place where everybody would come together so now now that we're popping it's it's like a lot easier for me to push um different cultures and different regions uh independent battles and it's so much more fun honestly shit when you i don't know if you watch any of the battle rap nigeria stuff but like i didn't know that was a fucking thing until you told me earlier it's fucking amazing and and like the rap is full the irish scene like those guys are fucking killers uh shouts out to terminal uh hades is the new champ shouts out to him uh you know nugget has been judging for king of the dot on the ijc yeah 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 Yeah. that's where he's from yeah, I brought I brought him in to like represent Ireland. I really wanted the IJC to represent like globally, but it's been difficult because uh, internet connections and things like that. So it's it's uh, and plus like you know like this is American. Like you know, I mean it's global for sure. But where KOTD right now is LA, Detroit, Atlanta, New York. Like it's it's in America right now. You know, I love Canada. I want to bring Canada in. I want to bring South Africa in. I want to bring in New Zealand. But right now the focus is, is America. And we'll get there, but we're just we're just not there yet. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Amy. I thought you were going to jump in and say something. Um, with uh, uh, Reddit, Reddit can be a fucking cesspool at times. Uh, I don't know if it's gotten any better or if it's always, you know, like specifically for what like you have to deal with on there. And like I said before, fucking battle rap could be a, a rough fucking place uh yeah. have you had to silence a lot of people ban a lot of people delete a lot of comments over the years has it gotten better is it still the same is there people who get in there enjoying just to say dumb shit like what what is it you see a lot of whether it be racist shit or just mean-spirited 
Is there a lot of that that comes across uh, your your plate? I think no more than anywhere else. Um, yeah. I think it's pretty much you know standard fare. Uh, I, I really um, I really love our community, and uh, we seem very like most people seem very meme oriented. Uh, right. So uh, it's not too there's not too much gatekeeping happening. Um, it, we're, we're really inclusive. I like to really let everybody. Uh, do their shit we're just like the only hard rules we have are no bootlegs you know really trying to make sure that these um leagues who put their time and money into providing content for people are are seeing a profit when they can and uh we try to minimize the amount of bootlegs i've had people like give me their bootleg subreddits which is awesome um but um but yeah i mean you know, no more than anywhere else. God knows we've had our drama over the years. I don't know how close you've been watching that, but nobody cares. I think that's yeah. the, the end of the day, right? Like people are here to see fucking Gichi Gotti kick somebody's ass. People are here to see who whose Lux is going to battle next. People want to see, you know, uh, uh, Pat's Day's return on KOTD, what that's going to look like. Um, you know, they're here for the culture. They're here for that. They don't, they don't want the drama. They don't want the politics. They don't want any of that shit getting in the way. Mm -hmm. So we try to just facilitate, um, the battle rap culture more than anything and and try to keep the politics and that stuff out of it. And how do you acquire mods? Are they usually people who are, they've joined the subreddit? If you could tell me, I have no (laughs) idea. Jesus Christ. That is the toughest thing. Hey, would you come and uh, do work for us every single day for free? Yeah, no shit. Like, and and get shit on and every opportunity and there's no pay and there's like zero reward and nobody knows who you are. Yep. So sign up, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fucking impossible. I've, we've gone through a lot of mods, people who have just burnt out. I mean, I know I'm I'm trying to run the social media. I'm trying to, you know do the Instagram, do the Facebook and uh, do the weekly recaps now. And, and uh, just like, we've got a great team right now and they're really putting in a lot of work and it's probably the best team that we've ever had. And I'm really proud of them. Um, But, you know, a lot of these guys who just don't know who they are, just, they're just, you know, good Samaritans who just want to pitch in and that's huge. And we really appreciate that. And we're growing at a crazy pace, so we could probably use some more, Um, but (laughs) yeah, people, Get your applications in. For real. How many people are on the team now? Like, how many mods are there? Ooh, good question. He says we're <laughs> up. Uh, we've got like seven people. Scroll down. Oh, come on. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight mods right oh, now. Oh, fuck. Ooh. I thought it'd be closer to 20. Yeah, no, we should uh, we should add some more, but um, it's tough. It's tough because, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's people all over the world. This this Reddit is twenty four seven. It's not like you know uh, we go to sleep. It's like hey, somebody goes to sleep, somebody else got to wake up and take over. Yeah. Um, so um, you know, we've got a really good group here. Um, I'm in contact with everybody pretty regularly. Um, people are running the Discord. Uh, the guys who are, are in the UK guys who are in Asia um, or that those time zones over there. Um, but um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good team and, uh, and it's tough. It's tough to add people, you know, it's tough to add anonymous users who you don't really know. Like we've, yeah. we've had problems in the past, I'm sure with, um, 
uh, adding people to the mod team who you don't know. And then you find out later that, oh, maybe they're just a little bit crazy, actually. The reason <laughs> they have so much time for this is because they're a little bit unhinged. <laughs> does, uh, uh, does Reddit allow a subreddit to be monetized like is there a way any like mods can make money or a creator of a subreddit can make money other than the promotional like, tool t-shirts right like or something <laughs> but um no i think that's a uh, expressly forbidden in the in the reddit rules. i thought so yeah so we're not doing that but you know this is uh it's a great platform especially now that we have you know what is it 300 and uh 325 336 thousand subscribers right now that's awesome um it's yeah it's it's a it's a great opportunity for leagues to promote their um their cards and their battles if they're just starting out they're not you know big time um there's a really uh a great community who will embrace um new battlers and uh and and great free content so um, we have that we didn't have that before we have that now and it's it's um it's it's made things a lot easier for sure I have always enjoyed uh, AMAs on any of the subreddits that, I've, that I'm that I follow or I've joined or whatever. Um, is that something? Is that difficult to get done, or is there not much of a point in it? Is there not much of a reward from from getting the uh, the battler to come in and do an AMA? Like what? I, yeah. like, if I'm running it, my first thought is fuck it, do an AMA a week. But oh that's man, not... I would love to do that. Yeah, oh, that would. Yeah. What what prevents it? We just, uh, I mean, yeah, getting in touch with these battlers. We can do it, um, but it's tough. I used to be really hard on it, and I would work at it a lot, work really hard. And then you got the battler, like, familiar with Reddit, which can be just... Oh, I never her- thought about that. Herculean, the yeah. effort involved in that. Like, man, when I was teaching Disaster how to use Reddit, you can imagine, <laughs> that's a fucking SNL skit yeah, right there. thanks a lot, by the way. <laughs> it's not uh it wasn't uh it wasn't done quickly we'll say that um you know uh then you have like guys on norbs came on and he yeah. just like one word answers every time and just like motherfucker we just you know which we're, we're trying here we're trying so yeah it's uh it's like a a momentum thing if we could if we could do it we will we've done a lot we've done a lot of guys in the culture um uh had them on um and uh, and some guys twice, but um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think it's time for maybe organic to jump on or uh, you know cool some of this new blood to come up and answer some questions. People love it. The community loves it, um, and then it helps the subreddit grow as well, which helps the community. I think you know when you do well on Reddit. I've always said this: the advantage we had over RMBVA or the other forums or Facebook or whatever is when you do well on Reddit and a, a post gets upvoted, it climbs the ranks of the rest of the website. Yeah, yeah. Where other people can see it. And then suddenly you're advertising the battle rap culture to millions of people on Reddit, which is mm-hmm. huge. When we did the disaster AMA, that was it. It was like, yo, this is actually on our IAMA. And this is disasters out here competing with the world's largest dog yeah. for the top spot. And people really wanted to hear from the world's largest dog. But man, disaster was number two that day. <laughs> so we're in uh, there. What I came across recently that's going to help a lot in the coming weeks is uh, Bangle. Liam Bangle? Oh, dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amy set it up, actually. We've been working Amazing. on it. We, we, got, we got bumped the first time we had him scheduled because fucking the Euro Cup. Is that what it was, Amy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The finals were happening 
at the fucking time he was scheduled to be on. So he was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it that day. And I'm like, ah, if I can get bumped to soccer, I guess I shouldn't be too mad. It's kind of a popular sport. Yeah, I know. Another person who's, you know, hard work and um, just like resume has just been for the battle rap culture, just absolutely putting everything. You know, it's like avocado or uh, there's so many of these people out there who just, you know, just um, they bleed battle rap culture and they'll do whatever it takes to promote. And and you got to respect it. Um, he's mm. huge. He's a huge get. That's dope. I'll look forward to that. Yeah, that's yeah, a lot fun. of fun. And he's super, super, super smart, which is like my cool. favorite thing. So, yeah. yeah. Avocado. Well, I'm glad you made the exception avocado. for me. <laughs> Stop it. See, no, like, here's the thing, though. Like, it's hard sometimes for us because we get so excited about whoever we have on. That's why we have on who we choose, right? But then people who listen oftentimes don't have the breadth of history, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. We don't pick people because we're like, oh, you battled last weekend on the Grand Prix. We pick people because we're like, oh, this guy, had we known it, started that subreddit or whatever. And like, that's why we love talking to the people we have on. So like, I feel like we don't see a lot of let's get Bagnall on. Let's get Avocado on. Let's talk to Copacetic about not what he's doing in battle rap himself battling like and and that's why we have so many eclectic guests on. If you actually ran back through the people we've had on so far, I mean, why are we having nameless on in 2020? No yeah. shit. Yeah. Right. But like, Such that's what we guy. love about it. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah. That Fuck guy's yeah. my bro. And the kid twist one was dope too. Um, <laughs> twist. Yeah, yeah. Twist was fun. Twist was a lot of fun. It was funny. I reached out to kid twist in February and uh, he said that he's working on a few new things uh, that you y- sake or whatever the fuck it was called. That anime one okay. happened to be one of them. Right. And he's like, hit me back ar- around, <laughs> april 1st to start of april we'll figure it out and it's not like i just logged it in my brain i I so happened to look at my dms to go message someone and it was the last thing from twist and i saw it and it happened to be april 1st right away i hit him i was like you thought i'd forget didn't you motherfucker and he just laughed and and he was like no no now is the perfect time right and like fuck it it's funny it's funny too because well kid twist you know he may not exactly be fucking leonardo DiCaprio, the grand scheme of popularity to me Kid Twist is a fucking legend, right? Like, I would rather talk to him than Leonardo totally. DiCaprio. I'd rather have him on my show. Let's not get crazy right. now. Yeah, I know, Amy, it's one of your many husbands. But fucking, uh, uh, yeah, like, to me, that's a huge thing. So for him to be so forthcoming with his time and, and giving and everything, it was fucking awesome. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, him, you, you know, Poison no. Pen, Nameless yeah. was a good example. I mean, these guys don't actively do anything on on the front line for people to see it and so it's kind of a weird circumstance sometimes to be like but we really want to talk to you for four hours please yeah Yeah, there's a there's a lot of people um you know working from behind the scenes and uh and making making this culture what it is today and and uh it's just inspiring you know you see you see the love and it's really strong it's it's like um i imagine how people saw MMA when they're doing it in gymnasiums mm. and like schools and like whatever. It's like, no, 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 this is, this is something here. You've got yep. something here and we're going to stick with it and we're going to push it. And we're going to help these artists and these, these athletes, we're going to help them get to the next level where this can be something that supports them and supports them, their family. Yep. And, yeah. See, like, I, I would really want at the end of this season, um, I would love like a round table of like, 
Gully and J Pro and 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 Troy and yes. you and Steve Finch and like Avocado and like that at the end of the God. season. You know what I mean? Yes, a roundtable. I've been uh, I've been trying to. I had a concept like that. I was working on um for for hip-hop vancouver when we were going to throw a big event and we'd have everybody like the um the regeneration event that we did with marv one real deal and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, uh marv one real deal quest mccody came out mm-hmm. you know and uh what the fuck am i thinking of battle <laughs> marv one sketch menace battles real deal oh chilla jones right right, oh, right. ellipsis yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you have them at a round table. That's a lot of, you know, battle rap, superstardom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, talk about whatever, talk about, you talk, you bring the KOTD staff together, you talk about whatever, like, that's great content. People would love to see that. If you guys ever organize a round table, that'll be, um, you know, you guarantee that, uh, that the culture will eat that up. They want that. Mm-hmm. You know, what's tough is we, we've had the majority of those people on it's getting everybody together at once, totally. which I'm sure totally. you have experienced many yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, you watch the um, uh, the what is it? The uh, there's they, they do the actors one, the actors roundtable uh, for. Uh, oh, you fucking... talking about that was hosted by uh, John Farber or whatever from way back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get uh, right, you get a bunch of people who are like like masters in their yeah in their yeah, craft. yeah 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 they yeah. sit around it's they have dinner and shit and they talk about stuff yeah totally. that's like man that's missing from the culture right now if we had something like that you know we could just have a bunch of people spit game just tell us tell us what's on their mind when they yep they're a part of this culture it's just like you know like i'm saying you know you have these ideas and eventually they come to fruition <laughs> and it creates something uh a lot bigger than than uh what we have right now it's, the, it's like the- the problem that that I think could happen with the the round table is uh you'd have to have a head you'd have to have somebody that's that's conducting everything moderating right sure. yeah because if it's just like you know let's put this unique group of people together and watch them or listen to them speak about what's going on and say it's s one right or or after the season they're gonna recap the whole thing is someone has to kick it off right and at those dead moments yeah. they have to keep it going they have to sure. bounce ideas off people because Right. If nobody's is we uh, got lush, we're done. Next time. That's okay. That's exactly a point lush is that guy. (laughs) Right. Without someone being appointed, if it's just like, hey, you guys sit down now, speak to each other. I think it's you know, you can get people like, uh, I don't know what I'm supposed to talk about now. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I these guys are I mean, the guys that you're talking about, and I know because you've interviewed them, like so knowledgeable. Like it's it's a problem to get me to stop talking about battle rap. Like who, we, who, who is the battle rap, the verbal <laughs> battle rap encyclopedia to you? Like, who's who, your number one that you're like, I could just listen to this person forever. Oh, yeah. Um, man, you know, everybody, everybody has a lot more knowledge than me. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I came, what, I came 2010. That's sort of late to the game. Like, uh, I feel like a lot of people... Um, know the og stuff you know when i talk to people they were watching smack dvds where they were watching the wrcs and scrimmel jam mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it's just like you know i soak all that up when when uh when i talk to sketch menace you know it's with great deference because of his experience running a kotd division and um his just knowledge his his uh his own personal experience battling those guys and setting up those classic battles and and working with um, some of the best in the world, 
it's um everybody around me is is a wealth of of knowledge that uh that i don't have and so i'm just i'm just trying to soak up what i can mm-hmm. um even willie b you know the guy i was telling you about earlier who was running the division before me um he was running uh the massacre events like on the ground he was the guy doing uh the blackout with drake he was the guy like because really? yeah because you can you can organize event but running an event is different right like yeah. making sure that uh security has what they need um making sure that the battlers are prepared and on stage at the right time yeah, yeah. Like basically actually, the operations manager of the, of exactly. the event you're the mom yeah, you're momming everybody is what you're doing you're momming everybody. fuck that is absolute like i think that's what i struggled with the most when i was running the division here because i was really stressed out running from one problem to the next and and uh and that really affects the vibe right because the battlers see you and you're just like okay um, in five minutes, you need to be here, and I'm gonna go find <laughs> this other person. And so just and 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 then you know they like absorb that energy, and it's fucking kills the vibe and kills yeah. the mood. So yeah. you know so you have somebody who's really good at it, somebody who's really talented. They're very natural, very calm. Uh, then the event runs much smoother, and um, yeah, and de- delegating tasks too. That that sure. is a unique thing. Because, you know, like, okay, say you're an operations manager in an office. It's like, okay, well, your fucking account's receivable. Your account's payable. You're this, you're that. But with this shit, it's not like, oh, yeah, you got your bachelor's in fucking battle rap matchmaking. That's your job. Exactly. Right? Like, who do you (laughs) delegate what to? That's exactly it. And then on top of that, hey, did you do it for free? Yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you can, you, you'll be at the event and everything, but you also won't get to watch it as a fan. You're going to be running around working all night long. Legit, um, the only you know. reason that I was ever in a position to run the division here is because I just kept showing up. Like I would show up at the <laughs> events and I would do photography or then I would do a review for Hip Hop Vancouver. And then I would like start battling. And Wherever then I would needed. like yeah right yeah. and then eventually it was like okay this this fucking guy is can't get rid fucking, of this motherfucker yeah, he's, he's fucking, not fucking leaving <laughs> he's probably gonna it, be man. here <laughs> yeah so i'm I'm, uh, I'm really grateful to have uh the team that we have you know ellipsis is so easy to work with and such a a really helpful and inspiring guy and um my guy um g show i don't know if you guys know him yeah yeah, yeah. G show super dope, super quality human being. Really love him. And then my guy Kai, uh, who's uh, who's going, he's starting to battle rap right now by the name Kaiser. Um, okay. That's my brother. Like he's he's in there in the thick of it. Whatever we need, um, you know, he's down for the cause, and that that just makes all the difference in the world. Mm. Are you getting into battle rap? Like it's funny you say. Well, I mean, act like being a participant was 2010, so and that's you know you say that that's kind of late but that contradicts what you said earlier where it's still in infancy now so that shit was still in diapers when you got involved but that's be- true you right? got me before you got me but before you uh you decided to uh to test your skills in that realm it just being a fan i know you mentioned disastrous eight uh disastrous eight class is one of the first things you watch but like who are some of the guys that made you fucking be like yo like this guy is fucking god to me like who's like who are some of the people that just you know, made your fucking head spin when you first heard them, whether it be grind time, early KOTDs, scribble jam, whatever it may have been. Disaster was really crazy. Um, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Disaster was huge. Oh, uh, I fact. watched Don't Flop a lot. Yeah. I, 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 
I mean, I really, really loved Don't Flop. Um, and I was really, really sad about what happened there. Um, and then locally, we had guys like Pigsty and DDSS and Apiola, the Blunt Force guys. Mm. Um, and Pigsty was like friendly to me. Like I, I remember I, um, I wanted to interview him for Hip Hop Vancouver and uh, I did a terrible job. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I remember we met at the bar and I was like, oh, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a fucking pint. I'm just, I'm going to get like a big pitcher actually. And we'll yeah. just pitcher and then everything will be chill. And I show up with a pitcher and he's got his own beer. And I was like, okay, you know what? You got your own beer. He's like, yeah, I just want to have this little bit. I was like, okay, fine. So I drank the whole pitcher before I interviewed him. Oh, good job. Real smart. Um, <laughs> I was just a sloppy mess, but he would like, you know, he would keep in touch with me and he really helped me uh, get into battle rap. And it was wild because I was watching this guy who would go out and, you know, he battled soul. Like I saw him live. I was there while he battled soul and he's fucking pulling, like he's rearranging his verse, yeah. his rounds in his head real time to rebuttal what soul was saying. And mm -hmm. it's, it's mind blowing the amount of talent that he has uh, and to be able to watch him and like talk to him and, you know, just see these people um, who are just insanely talented. You know, I, I just, uh, I think that was really inspiring for me for mm -hmm. sure. And I'm not going to get you name names because being in the promotion side now won't be a good look for you, but there had to have been some people that you first came across when you're first a fan and maybe even to this day that you're like, I can't stand this motherfucker. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> let me let me I got a list right here. No, um, the, the the cool thing about this and, you know, it, like we we're saying it's subjective. It's like art. There's um, there's some things that you appreciate and some things that maybe uh, some people they don't like as much. But it doesn't mean that, you know, people are bad. Like um, I, I think that I was really heavy on, you know. Uh, lyrical ability and pen game and things like that. But it took me a while to really appreciate like the arsenals and um, the A awards and guys who were extremely brilliant performers mm. because uh, that's a, that's a real skill in its own right. And, um, and, you know, I've said this before uh, the greatest, the greatest pens in the game are mm. all of varying success but the greatest performers are all top tier. Yo, yo, that's fucking very true. Yeah. Performance that is, is huge. very true. Yeah. It's great to see Lou Cypher getting uh, the respect and, and the due hey. that he. Yeah. Uh, because, Amy's, Amy's know, been waving the Lou Cypher flag for a couple of years now. Yeah, She's very big on him. He's an amazing performer. I remember when he battled Loso and he had that like uh oh man he had the fucking crazy scheme and he was just going off and he's he started like saying oh you think performance is everything well i could perform too and then he did like an imitation where he started performing and writing and i'm like oh my god dude that's fucking <laughs> top tier shit that's the fucking that's the loose cipher that everybody wants to see is like you fucking going off mm -hmm. and uh and you know he's he's more just like a casual laid back guy so that doesn't come out too often mm -hmm. but I'm seeing it in the season one and it's just, uh, it's super exciting. Yeah. Who do you think's had, okay, we could go with just the numbers. They say numbers don't lie. We can go with the buck fifties, the mad flex and the, the bill collector, but really like, you know, your own opinion, who, who, what are some of the performances 
during season one that have stood out to you that you think are fucking, you know, forget forget what the score was, the judges' rounds to you, those were fucking, you know, exactly what you're yeah. looking for, top tier. Yeah, I mean, um, this is a weird gray area because uh, I'm not a judge, so I guess it doesn't matter. But ah, uh, yeah, I guess because of that. Yeah, yeah, you can't really talk, talk on that too much. Yeah. I understand that position. Okay, but I, so I do. I do love, um, I'll say, you know, I really love what City did. I mean, I know XQZ is super talented, and I, I really appreciate what uh, XQZ brings. But City was just uh, fucking on fire. He was yeah. just, this is like somebody who came to get $100,000. That's yeah. what I saw. Yep. Yeah, no, I agree with that. There's been a few of those those moments. Like yeah. uh, the, the Mad Flex buck 50, that was well-deserved. But it wasn't like that was a slaughtering. You know what I mean? Those were solid 10 nines. He won all three rounds, 10 nine. Right? Yeah. And that's what it's about. You know, right. people got to know that it, sometimes it's not going to be like that. Sometimes it's just going to be a clear win. If yeah, you got a clear win, that's all that matters. Yep. Yeah. It's not like so that was a body wins. bag or anything like that. Sure. It was solid win all three rounds. Yeah. yeah and well, and, and you know, there's really... going to be amazingly close battles that don't get 150. And it's like, wow, both performers just fucking killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Riggs you know, battle. The, the Riggs yeah. battle, that was crazy. Amazing battle. Mm-hmm. And both those guys, they got a good amount of points. And uh, and that will that's how the, the score is gonna play out in the long run, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, like right now, after one battle, it's gonna be like, How come these guys don't have as many points? But in their next battle, they bring that same fire and all of a sudden they're, you know, top of the standings. So that's something that I think will will show up over time. Yeah. So well, we've learned a lot about you tonight and your your uh your track record and battle rap and what you do what what have we missed have we missed anything like are you gonna tell us that you you make the cards for smack like what what, <laughs> what have we missed um no i mean uh I, I love to just uh shoot the shit with you guys I, I like i said you know it's it's a challenge for me to i know when i go into a public setting and i'm with my girl or something um People say, "Hey, what do you do?" And I'll be like, uh. <laughs> um, "Yeah." Uh, I I remember I got her, I got her because I like sort of couched it. She was like, "Oh, what do you do?" And I was like, "Oh, well, you know, competitive performance art." Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Bodied. That's really, that's really what I'm sort of into. It's really a niche, but you know, hey, you know, you say, as soon as you say battle rap, then you got to start explaining shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just. It's it's. Have you ever seen Eight Mile? Yeah, it's kind of like that, but not really. But not. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wait, so- I battled the guy in Eight Mile. I battled that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, actually, let's not go there. Uh, <laughs> says the guy who brought it up, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, sure. that's my thing. So yeah, no, I love I love being able to kick it with you guys, and uh, I appreciate you reaching out. This is uh, this is a lot of fun for sure. So wait, you don't do anything full time on? full-time on the side how do you like that <laughs> yeah no i'm uh i'm an actor so i i work what? on uh, film and television uh, in vancouver here what so. you feel you feel like a marketing forward kind of guy to me oh well which sorry marketing marketing I, it's so weird it's so weird that's not that's like the second time i've heard that in like two days um well and i don't know i i I'm really shit at selling things. Mar- but, whoa, marketing and sales know, are right? different. 
but like with battle rap it's just like this passion and and i think it's like um i have like a underdog complex where i really fuck with the underdog and right now i don't feel like battle rap is getting the appreciation that it like the potential it has like when we talk about sponsors and sponsorships Mm -hmm. i'm saying to them they're saying oh well what's your demographic it's 18 to 35 year old (laughs) men and women and we have their attention for half an hour to an hour yeah so like what do you want like so so hit me with your imdb link dude oh that's (laughs) not where we're gonna go (laughs) Uh, but there is a uh there is a credit on there that actually i i I fuck with um i i did a uh i helped my friend um do a short film uh about battle rap which I, i really love um what's it called it's called Cypher. And uh, it, yeah, it's one of the, the few battle rap films out there without a white male protagonist. Um, <laughs> it's job. actually super brilliant. <laughs> his, his concept was um, like no shade, obviously, to anybody. But uh, his concept was it's the um, post LA riots where there's a lot of tension between the black and Korean communities. Mm-hmm. And there's a young Korean kid who wants to be a rapper and he joins up with this, um, this sort of like battle rap community and they're sort of expressing their pain and their trauma of the things that they went through uh, in battle rap uh, to each other. And it's just like super intense, just a short film that we did for a film festival, but um, it got a lot of awards, one of like like some screenwriting awards, which I'm proud of. So it's on my Instagram. Uh, hey, yeah, no big deal. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I feel I feel like I feel like I have either seen this or have read a lot about it. I know no, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, you just know who dumbfounded is. Well, okay. <laughs> he would have been he would have been great. Wow. Hey, if we do a exactly. feature, if we turn it into a feature. Yep. Um, get dumb out. No, that's that's fucking super cool. I gotta check that out. But yeah. Also, but, like, yeah. so your job is you're you're an actor. Yeah, I'm, I'm heavily involved in the in the film and television community here in Vancouver. I have been since I was a kid. That's just sort of been my thing. Wow, I'm a hey. front of camera guy. So you know, when Organic and them hit me up to like run the analytics, I was like, ah, my, what? am I that guy? I think you need some talent. <laughs> here we go. Let's do it. Holy shit, eh? Yeah, so like, hey, what, we did it. What have you been like? I know that you talked about like the short film, this that, but like. What are you working or on? Like commercials, television shows, movies? So yeah, uh, not not too much commercials right now. I'm uh, I don't really have a I don't really fuck with commercials. There's so little, you know, acting. If if uh, if I had my way, I would just do theater for the rest of my life. You know, like, that shit is live here's theater. the crowd, here's the material. Yeah. Let's just let's just do it. Um, and then commercials oh. just like. It's just like, here's five seconds of you going, mm, yum. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little divorced from the, the, the art side of it. And that sound like an absolute, I sound like a silly saying that, but no. I really love the, uh, the performance stuff. So um, anything that I can get my hands on there, hey, if you'll hire me, you'll pay me, I'll act for you. So the short answer is TV is where you're at generally. Yeah, TV, and then uh, and then I'll do you know stand in and, and background work if I have to. Um, I, I uh, I've been standing in for the Flash recently. Um, I don't know if you guys uh, fuck with that. I have CW no idea what stuff. that is. What is it? Um, but he's like it's like the Flash. It's like uh, oh the Flash. Speedster. I say you said the Flash. Yeah. Oh the Flash. Like like superhero. I, I look like him. I'm like you one inch you're taller like a than twin. him. Right. So it's like it's, it's kind of a thing, but. But, can you uh, run? But can you yeah, run? Well, <laughs> you'd be surprised how much of that is special effects. Uh, wow, this is going way but, off the rails. Wait, do you dabble till? Are you like? 
okay like I just love all of the media and all of the before and like people ask me for help and I jump in and I get bored maybe I'll do a podcast maybe I'll do I'll be a grip on set one day oh sure I can do some graphics like do you do that kind of shit yeah actually it's weird I I I've had to like tone down the graphics because um because I was getting a lot of uh, requests for work and, and I, I don't really have the equipment to be able to do that on a professional level um, but I do love like art and drawing and uh, creating stuff um, and uh, you know wh- wherever I'm needed you know for, for illegitimate for my crew um, I'm, I'm help I'm happy to like create concepts and I, I just helped shoot a music video from my bro Azrael um, where I was like doing the lighting and the camera work and stuff like that. It's just, uh, it's a great place to be creative here in Vancouver. So I'm lucky that I have the infrastructure and the friends and the, the avenues to, to be able to express myself like that, for sure. That's so cool. Super so, lucky. Jason's super like lucky. blown away. That's a yeah. surprise face. He doesn't this even know is, what to say. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's super neat. It's You're just in so many different interesting avenues in life. It's not I, like, you know, it's yeah. the, the battle rap and the Reddit, but yo, I fucking build automotive parts on a line seven to three every day. <laughs> right? Like, there's, yeah. there's always one box that doesn't get checked off, but you seem to check them all off. <laughs> That's cool as shit, it's, man. Uh, I've been extremely lucky. Like, it's really like, crazy how lucky i've been to just be in the position where like that this stuff can happen um and i'm just so grateful like you know everybody that i work with has been so good to me and like la sparka like la sparka you know the most welcoming loving guy will he be like a genius level um uh community builder uh like like organic you know taking his time to impart his his years of wisdom his decades of wisdom on battle rap and and gully as well like shouts out to gully um just whose whose passion is like unrivaled his is just um it just i don't know what happened where i was able to sort of like fall into this but i'm i'm just very grateful and i consider myself extremely lucky it's and you're the- obviously very very proud of vancouver So my question is, that has always been on my travel bucket list. I've never been there. So what is, I mean, obviously everybody's like tourist things and let me hop on Yelp. And I know three people that live there and they are all going to tell me to go do the same thing. Like what, what does somebody do if they've never been there before? I am the fucking worst at it. This is why we put Sparky in charge. Oh my God. I took a class, Isaac Knox and uh, who else? And Frankie Fraser. And I took them in a fucking rental car out to the beach where we smoked a blunt and then um frankie doesn't smoke but um uh, but like and then we got stuck in traffic on the way back i was in traffic for an hour and i'm just like so this is this street <laughs> so, so so i don't want to sit in a car with you in traffic for an hour but if you could just tell me something to go do maybe that yeah. would be helpful <laughs> yeah well, we got uh, we've, we've got a lot of stuff here. Definitely. Um, just like outdoor stuff and, and sites to see and, and, uh, uh, fun things to do. Uh, I'm sure probably, um, but I'm, I'm just the wrong guy. I'm just I'm a terrible tour guide for some reason. I know. I um, believe you. That's absolutely true. Yes. Fucking yeah. I got dense it. at it. You know, this is why, this is why like, I what do you, but like what you like doing things, you don't sit at home and stare at your ceiling. So what are those things? You'd be surprised at how <laughs> ceiling staring goes on in this house. Um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm working, right? I'm being self-employed. It's like, uh, 
it, you know, when we get off this call, I've, I've got work to do for Reddit and uh, I've got, you know, stuff to do for um, Sunday's, uh, Sunday's event for KOTD. And there's like, it's, it's like, you know, all this stuff is building right now. So every hour that I can spend on it, I do. I'm, I'm a huge bore. I don't know what to say. I'm fucking, this is a terrible answer. I'm the most boring guy you'll ever meet. I just don't go out. I don't, I don't do that sort of stuff. You know, I've really, got a fucking 10 o'clock bedtime. Like this is my life. You really are about it. This marketing thing. Eh? <laughs> my God. I mean, I watch golden girls every night before I go to bed because I'm an old lady. So here we are. That's, hey, it's a great show. It's a quality show. If you come out, I will make sure you have a good time. I, I will. I hey, will sit uh, in traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Watch people yeah. smoke blunts. Great. I will. Yeah, I'll connect you. Right. I remember Frankie came out here and he was like, <laughs> oh, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, man, let's go smoke some weed. And he's like, I don't smoke weed. And I was like, oh, we could go to this spot. And he's like, what's at that spot? Oh, well, this is weed. a great spot to like smoke some weed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you're not really you're not really the guy that I want to talk to. I'm like, yeah, we talked to Sparka, and Sparka's like, hey, man, you want to smoke some weed? <laughs> uh, All right. But, um, yeah. I'll but yeah, you should come it. out anyways. I come will. Out. I want to. She'd have to come up and out. Up and out. Oh. Yeah, I'm down in the bowels of southern United States. Oh, cool. Where are you at? Um, well, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Tennessee. No way. My sister's in Tennessee. My sister's in Nashville. Oh, yes. Yeah, so she's like two hours from here. I'm like two hours from Nashville and then two hours from Atlanta <laughs> in the other direction. There's a there's a great uh, battle league down there in uh, in Nashville. And I'm trying to link up with them so that we can uh, I can go down there and see my sister and maybe do a battle. Yeah, yeah I'm not familiar with the Nashville scene. Obviously, <laughs> like a matter of fact, I wanted to go to Atlanta tomorrow to watch Nestle and twerk. But that fucking thing's not happening now. Yep. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Ness is very upset and used clear and Lex has already said it was out of his control and he's pissed. So Twerk just canceled again, I guess, but I'm not sure. And so yeah. anyway, yeah, no, point was, I mean there's, there's a <laughs> there's a there's leagues everywhere, right? Like it's that's the cool thing about battle rap is like anywhere you want to go, you know, um my girl's always like, Hey, hey, we should go on vacation. I'm like, Hey, have you ever been to the Philippines? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking knew that was coming. <laughs> how would you like to go to belfast because i know um, some people way higher on the list even for battle rap than nashville no offense to your whoever but oh yeah no uh no good people good people too really welcoming like you know you you battle rap the culture here is is uh is very welcoming you want to come you want to go any place in america and they've got something going on I mean, Idaho's got their league down in Washington. Aww. They got a bunch of leagues. They got, they got leagues in Alberta, Canada. They got wow. leagues friggin' everywhere. So, all right, yeah. I'll tell you what. By trade, I'm a pastry chef. So, oh, cool. You, yep. So you come to Nashville, and I'll bring you things that you would happily eat stoned. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then you'll have time to figure out something to tell me to do, so I'm not staring at a oh, yo, ocean here's the thing. in Vancouver. Yo, did you see? This would have been fuck, probably like three, four months ago now, the KOTD cookie that was posted in Talkback. It was shaped Somebody like the KOTD. It was shaped like the KOTD symbol. The logo. Uh, the logo. Did you see that? No. Oh, it, awesome, it got all kinds of fucking likes and comments and everything. Amy's the one that made it and posted it. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's amazing. funny because we've had people on that saw it. And I'm like, that was Amy. And they're like, what? No fucking way. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. That's rad. 
yeah yeah the community is fucking community is the best like that's the shit that's what this is built around you know especially with the covid and everything being shut down and you find that like people spend a little bit of time away and then they come together for an event and it's just magic it's just like man this is what we're here for it's just like getting to see your friends getting to hang out um that's really what it's about it's that's like the crux of everything mm-hmm. it's also just, blackout that's what it's all about let's do that again please fuck yes that was <laughs> yes. amazing blackouts so unreal for sure for sure i love that shit all right is there anything else we need to touch on before we let you get out of here that's Ain't it man i mean shit check out my uh check out my battles check out my music uh i'm on twitter i'm on instagram and um uh, and vote for me when I go into politics because that's all the fucking no- way I know how to act when I answer any question. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely uh, subscribe <laughs> to the channel. Um, what, what can I say? You know, uh, support, support your local battle rap. Um, and uh, and if, you, if you think you can get in, just uh, get in the ring and give it a shot. I expect to see both of you uh, with your oh. tryout battles. Oh, right. fuck. Yeah, got it. Sure. Fucking Sharon's been bugging me for like damn near 10 years now. He's like, I know there's something in you. No, there's not. There's nothing there, Sharon. A bunch of oh, weed, Sharon. That's it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm just an asshole in my everyday life. So he thinks there might be a little caustic in me or something. Man, that shit translates. <laughs> yeah. Until I get up there and shit the fucking bed and say nothing. That's fun, I would, too. I would pay for that. Yeah. I'm sure you it's would. fun for somebody. Yeah, not me. All right. Thanks for joining us so much, man. We really appreciate your time. For Copacetic Soul, Amy Barton, Crow Kasatsky, I'm Jay Kelly. This is The Building Downtown. We out. Peace. Peace. The Building Downtown. Building Downtown. Building Downtown. Building Downtown. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.